0: Queens flips the script ooh, ooh. Queens flips the script <laughs> You better open your ears And open your eyes You're gonna hear stories That will leave you surprised Cause Queens flips <laughs> the <laughs> script Oh, oh Yo, I, I have said. T-Money! Yo! <laughs>
1: What's up, man? You good? Yo! yeah yo! this
2: is a new one for us but well, we haven't did a we haven't did an episode like this in a long time
1: I, I i've been telling you i think it's time man yeah, I think it's time we telling, go back you've been telling me. it's time now. to go back to the <laughs> so i mean
2: you know before we get to our guests we haven't did an episode like this where we invite someone um you know just someone that is not of the hip hop or you know what understand what i mean like mm. in the media or Social type things, or you know, this. Then the gang this, stuff, all that stuff. We like, be, rack, just yeah, be yeah, different. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Different, yeah, yeah. different.
2: Beautiful woman that we have in the building. I'm excited about this. How
1: you feel, G? I'm good, man. I, I got one of the uh most, most uh exclusive, most exciting hugs in my life just now.
2: <laughs> what do you mean exciting, G? Uh, <laughs> I I didn't.
1: <laughs> well, did <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> you, you, you did tell her that you have sweats on. Be careful. I
1: didn't know what that meant. You know what that means, man. No,
2: please do not assume that I know what things mean. I don't.
1: Should I break it down to you, or do you, no? Should you? No, I'll, I'll leave it. But the ones who tuned in know it, when you when the fellas wear sweats, you know, it's, it usually means something. And it, 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 yeah, it'll... wipe it off.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, we didn't introduce you yet, so we don't like the guests to talk until we introduce them. <laughs> you have to get it too.
0: No, but you got water on your mouth. Uh,
2: okay. Oh, so hey <laughs> <do that. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Flip you. At, <laughs> G, don't, G G chill, G G. You can't it's like time. people that quick.
1: G. Come on, it's man. the rules. I had one of the best hugs of my life just now. Uh, it was a nice hug. Life changing. Very. With ar- a song attached to it. Dope. How,
2: we're back. How was your week, real quick?
1: Week was fine. We, Last
2: was episode great. was dope. Shout out
1: to uh, Rayfa. for Skip. It was a dope episode. Happy to see him, man. Big fan of big fan of his work. You know what I'm saying?
2: Shout out to Michelle. She's in the building.
1: Is she still getting she fired? Got fired
2: to... Yeah, I want to fire her bad. I do. Oh man. I want to fire. I want to fire. <coughs> How's Basco? He's alright.
1: Basco's good. I've been trying to get rid of him as well. Well, he but, does. He does good work though. I,
2: mean, I know. I know. I don't like when things go too perfect. When things are good, I want things to go bad.
1: Should we hire like someone who's not so perfect and then yes, have them just shake yes, 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 it up yes, a little bit? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh man.
2: You have any sponsors today?
1: Oh man. Hold on.
2: Yeah.
1: Hold on <laughs> Sponsor alert Big sponsor alert Don't touch me Sponsor alert And I brought something for you my friend You know what I'm saying You always say OG oh, You got the sponsors." You didn't bring that Yo look man Shout out to the boy King Dave man Hold on He got a whole joint here What's it that Let me see Shout out to King Dave He's from Queens too You know what I'm saying um, He got a project out He's a hip hop artist Content creator from Southside Jamaica Queens Man King Dave You know what I'm saying Get excited man Get excited for this one Flip Get excited No I got you a shirt, man. No? <laughs> Shout to, listen, let me, let me show you something. Shout to King Dave, right? Look, so listen. Get this shirt right here. You can, you can actually scan the shirt and get the whole project. Let me show you right now. Look on the show. Look. Take a picture of the joint. Let me see. Boom, right there. Go to the website right there. and show you all the music right there on the joint. You see that? Look. Get excited, man. Come on. Here you go, man. Here you go. Merry yo, right Christmas, yo, bro. Yo. Let's, let's go. I ain't going to lie. That's hot. That's I, hot. Don't like that. I don't like, I don't like that. that. I don't like that. Look at, that. Look at this. Look. Oh, my God. Savant. So, so you know what I'm saying? Got the whole joint. The whole project is here. You know what I'm saying? You should be excited about this one, man.
2: Shout out to Queens, man. You know, what's the name of it? What, what what's the name of it's this?
1: King, King Dave. This is the King Shout Dave. Shout out to King
2: Dave, man. Salute to you. I appreciate the shirt. I don't really wear shirts, but shout out to you because I think that... And the reason why I'm shouting you out is because that was extremely creative. The fact that you can take a picture of it and get your... I don't know how many people going to do... Right, let me stop. <laughs> shout out to King Dave. I appreciate you, Queen. You got, got
1: the album out. Jazz and Rappers on the album. You know Jazz. Know, how dude. much he pays you, man? I mean, this is this is the... This is you the, got a whole list. Can we go over oh, Dude, look at this, man. King, you know what I'm saying? Look at this. Yeah, G, here we go. Project is out now. It's on Apple Music, Spotify, title. Tidal. You know what I'm saying? Is is this what he doing, man? King Dave's Church Forever. It's just the logo. You know, this this what we doing, man. King Dave Southside, what up? You know, Queen stand up, man. Shout out to King Dave. But G Money? <laughs> Yo. Episode 185. Nigga, Nigga we, we made, made it.
2: We got a special guest. Woo! <laughs> Queen flip just, just the script. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> um,
1: okay G Money,
2: it's okay. to I'm okay. I'm now, see? Um
1: Let's go! I met
2: this guest on Instagram and the people loved her. Yeah. Uh, she popped wow. in my live. Um, I, think I, was in, I don't know if I was still in Jamaica, but she popped in. She just captivated me with her voice mm-hmm. and her knowledge and, you know, who she is and her story. You know, she, and I'm going to let tell it. And she smells good. She may get me in trouble tonight. This turned me on. Uh, nah, let me stop talking like that. But, <laughs> round of applause. <laughs> For Miss Gina Fletcher. Yeah You 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 shy? No <laughs> <laughs> I know you ain't shy. No. How are you?
0: I'm amazing. How are you? Oh, Is man. this Mike supposed to be right here?
2: Yeah, mean, well, you know Okay. Don't your voice project? You know how to do it, right? <sighs> I think she was oh, never. Mind. Are you going to a- You have
0: an amazing crew here. They're the bomb. Thank you. What's his name? Basie? Baskey. Basie. Bassie. The most gentle, still waters. He is. I mean, just respectable, diplomatic. He's your frontline person. He makes it look good for you. Thank you. This mm. kid, Basie, Basie. Bas- I keep saying Basie. I'm sorry. I don't know why you name yourself
2: that. It's Basco, but Basie. Yeah.
0: He's he's beautiful.
2: <laughs> Very nice. Um, um. You know, to have to hear that from you about him, for somebody else outside to acknowledge his work and efforts is amazing. Because, you know, we had some people try to make lies about us. But, you know, we passed that and you came and you told the truth.
0: <laughs> well, that's my truth. Uh, their truth might be different. Yeah. Well, no. Truth is the same. <laughs> well,
1: <no. laughs>
0: One truth. Okay. Uh, how are you? Why are you having a little
2: shy? Sci- word, you're shy
0: I'm not shy at all. I'm just ready.
2: Ready. Ready for
1: what?
0: Whatever you want to do. Mm. So... In this conversation, uh, why
2: are you looking at me like that? You're
0: like seduction like, <laughs> like seduction. <laughs> you know, he continues with these inner windows, these uh, uh, sexual inner windows that have nothing to do with with our energy. But you're so used to women, I guess, uh, seeing you as a god that sometimes. Well, uh, you know, well, oh, uh,
2: wait, 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 wait. That's, Michelle said the same thing about me. I, 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 I do really. Uh, not sexual way, not attraction, but as far as the in innuendos that I do these things, I turn things that I turn things from something into something else.
0: That's called flipping.
1: The script. Oh, I you
2: did But but well, can I ask would you mind I wanna say let me say what your story captivated me yes. because you told me that Seriously, yeah. For two years you won crack.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? And that captive and also you said you can you tell the group that you taught vocal lessons to?
0: Oh, oh uh, uh, Denway Morgan um, has some children called Morgan Heritage, mm. and um, I come from a musical background anyway. But uh, Denway Morgan saw me walking down Bushwick Avenue, and I—I was—he uh, didn't know I was smoking crack, but I was singing with earphones on, and he heard me. And Denroy Morgan did a song called do anything do for, you. for you Right yeah, yeah. So he he's heard me And he said I want to talk to you And he had a home On Cornelia Street I think he still has it now He has like 25 children And I believe um, 10 or 11 were at the house And he had a studio In the back In the back And they were all Just enamored With If um, I look at you Where do I look Anywhere Can I just look, look, okay. The camera's right there This is your I camera, have to look right? at the camera But oh. you look at me Okay look good Cool you, cool yeah. <laughs> So what happened was that he just pulled me in in his home and asked me if I could give vocal lessons, and that's what I do. And uh, so the group Morgan Heritage, Pita, Una, and um, Grandpa, they won a Grammy. Um, not that, well, I don't want to say that. They won a Grammy last year. So um, they're very productive, and you know.
2: Oh, I see them. I see them. So, so, the, so, uh do any, is that song? Mm-hmm. No, no, his,
0: that's that's their father. Morgan Heritage is the he group. He made
2: that song on the one I'm Yes. There's a woman on it. No, no,
0: he Den made Den that Roy. song. That's Denway Morgan. Anything you want I'll to, to you. Yeah. I gotta you hear think I, I'm a fool I for hear. you? You don't believe me? That's the fire No, right I, there. I just want
2: to, hold on. Let me just,
0: uh, I believe, it. I just want to, it's not coming to me. Okay. Well, well you're kind of young, so. I'm 60. That's a classic genre, So Are uh, you? Yeah, I'm 60 years old. <laughs>
1: That's oh. Denway Morgan mm-hmm. Oh, okay, we can't really play that Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because of, yeah, of nah, copyright I, That's the fire, I still play that now really? I'll do the so, so you were walking and, and
2: he
0: just saw you? Yeah Why no, he, he I, no, he heard me, heard me singing
2: What were you singing, the street?
0: I, sing, I, I had earphones on, you know It's just in me, I just, I can't help it
2: How long did you work with them for?
0: For a, a few months Because I started smoking crack And, um And he came upstairs. I was smoking Woolers crack with weed in it, and he smelled it, and came upstairs and uh, and put me out the house. How did he put you out? Just asked me to leave. Oh, he's a gentleman. He was a gentleman. Mm
2: -hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Same thing. (laughs) Same. Left me stuck. Why?
0: What are you stuck about? Tell me.
2: I mean, you're so forward about smoking crack.
0: Well, see, when you mean forward, I don't understand why that's a big deal. Authenticity and transparency. Why is that? A, why is that like awesome? You know, I'm going to say this to you. I appreciate this, honestly, I really do. But um, and I know I'm amazing. I know that my story to you is provocative and, and ostentatious. But I know some people who have been through some of the same things, and we talk about it regularly. And um, I was surprised that you wanted me to come here just to tell my story because it's just my story. It's not a big deal, you know. I'm not. um, I'm just regular, you know.
1: I mean, but some, but some people, you know, things like that. People don't want to maybe admit to or talk about freely. You know what I'm saying? And comfortably.
0: I guess so. You've
1: seen me come through in your skin.
0: Yeah, because I smoked crack because I hated my skin. I hated myself. I hated Gina. I was born. My father was a recording artist. His name is Sam Fletcher, and he had two albums. had a record deal. We moved to um, California to View Park when I was about four. He toured with everybody, and then he started shooting dope. His name is Sam Fletcher. You'll see me here, and he lost everything. And so when I was 11, um, my mother tried to burn my house down with my father in it because he he was abusive at that time. He had a one-time because he was shooting dope, and um, they took all of us, five of us, and sent us to Brooklyn to live with my grandmother, where she was a very um, religious, church-going, sanctified woman. So she had my mother's five kids in her home. She was raised, because my mother was drinking, my father was shooting dope. So the grandmother becomes the most important role model in the the home at that time. So I became extremely responsible, and, um, and it was important for me to protect my brothers and sisters, you know, and so I was grown early. And because of that, my childhood was um, was minimized. And so when I got grown, I didn't know how to deal with my feelings. I didn't know how to deal with anything. And I hated myself. Let me tell you something about self-hate. Religion is the opiate of the masses. I was born and raised in a holiness church, right on Bedford and Bergen, Washington Temple. Went there Tuesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Very religious, sang in the church, in the usher board, in the junior choir, in the prison ministry. I was a bitch's personal secretary, all that. And while they're smoking crack anyway, all that religiosity and no relationship with God led me to sell my body and smoke crack. Because I didn't understand how this God, this European white Jesus in the church loved me and I hated me, I couldn't understand it. It was a dissonance, it was a spiritual dissonance. So I tried to find ways to fill the void. I hated my butt, I hated I was pigeon-toed. I hated the fact that I, I thought I had big lips. I thought I had I have skinny fingers, they were like a witch. I thought all kind of negative uh, images of myself. And so I felt if I was ugly, that I'm not gonna get a man. I thought all that stuff and um, never thought about my gifts. So drugs, unfortunately, is an amazing panacea. Drugs take away everything. Unfortunately, the thing you use to take it away becomes the problem. So I had to smoke crack every day. I was teaching, um, and in Brooklyn, I worked at a place at the Y, but it was another place. Uh, it was an alternative school for student for um, at risk children, at risk youth, and I was a teacher there. I had great jobs. Great jobs. People have always loved me, and um, and I didn't understand how I didn't like me. How could I not have liked my body? I was told for a long time, one of the reasons why I lick my lips all the time, and I noticed that about myself, watching myself the other day, because I was told I had big lips. I was told I had liver lips for years. So I made sure I had chapstick, uh, 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 Vaseline, CarMax, anything, just to just keep my lips moist. Because if you had chap lips in the hood, it's ugly. You know what I mean? Um, and big butt and pigeon toe. So my body image was, was horrendous. And uh, so crap became the thing that made me feel wonderful. So every day for two years, yes, you can ask me anything.
2: You, you know, and we like to take things step mm-hmm. at a time.
0: Um, you want to take things step? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm rocking with you.
2: Your father, was he born in Tennessee, Memphis? Is Memphis, that... yeah. Yeah, so can you, I want you to talk, because I'm reading about your father right here. Say so he was born in rural Tennessee, grew up in Memphis. Uh, mm-hmm. His family was uh, part of C-O-G-I-C, which is a...
0: It's called Kojic, Church of God in Christ. Thank you, Kojic, yeah. thank you.
2: So they have a whole... This is your father, so... what? How many children did he have in all? My father,
0: with my mother, four. But my mother had... Yeah, he had four with us. Well, okay, mother. and you were the oldest? Yes, I'm the oldest.
2: Okay, so... Bring us to, what, what do you
0: remember about your father? Everything. He was amazing. He was a great father. But you know what's so deep about that? When he started shooting dope, but see, when he got the record deal, he moved us to California, right near Baldwin Hills. And um, we had a maid, we had a pool. You know what happens when you get a record deal. RCA Victor with a record deal, two albums. He was the first black man on the Donny Shore show. Uh, Barbara Streisand had a first appearance with him. Uh, you know, a lot of good things. You know, I don't want name drop it. It's not a big deal to me. But um, a lot of great things happened. But the heroine, people he shot dope with. And this other comedian uh, talked to my mother on live not long ago because he heard my, my father's song. Donald Rawlings. Donald Rollins, heard my father. Mm-hmm. And um, he called, requested whatever, and we talked to him. And my mother gave him some information about who my father shot dope with. And so he was like, wow, you know. My father was really, really amazing, but the heroin—can I curse? <laughs> yeah, of course. Heroin oh, fucked him up.
1: <laughs> so, when did you uh, realize that he was he was doing drugs? Like, well, at, at what um, age did, did you realize
0: it? I was like nine or ten. I didn't realize it. Um, I didn't realize till older. But I do. The only thing I remember is a spoon in the bathroom. Mm. A spoon in the bathroom. I remember that. So, at eleven, my father came home one night from a club from singing, and he smacked my mother. I'd never hit my mother before. He was high. My mother gave fixed dinner, I mean fixed food. She sent us to her friend's house. She put solution of bleach and ammonia on three different rooms and tried to, and set the house on fire. He didn't die. He woke up, the, poli- the uh, firemen came. They took us away from my mother and father and sent us to my grandmother's house. I was eleven. Let's let's
2: slow down. Let's let's back up uh-huh. a little bit. Okay. So he, you think that he started doing dope because he was in the army? They said that he went to the army. He went to the army, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, yeah, he army, was in the yes. Korean War. Are do you doing you think,
0: your work research?
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, his name is here. He has a he has a name. Has yeah, his name is here. So you think it's because the army did that to him? No, do, do no, you, no, okay, no, so, no, no. Okay. So no. do you remember him being regular without shooting dope, or do you think that he may have always been
0: on dope? No, no, no. He was no. He was a thing about my father. Thank you. Religion, I'm, not, I'm unafraid, religion, Christianity, the church, I believe, destroyed, destroys a lot of people. That's what I personally believe. My father was an amazing, matter of fact, my father, the, he, the way he met my father, the way he met my mother, he was traveling with some preachers because singers always travel with preachers, evangelists. Mm-hmm. He came to the church. My mother was 17. He was whatever, in his 20s. And he saw my mother, but he was singing. And many times when you travel with preachers, whatever, you're not treated right. You don't get paid right. And people, all kind of stuff happens. So my father was um, singing with people. And then in the industry, a lot of things happen. And sometimes the wondering if I'm doing the right thing along with what society wants you to do. And then this religion that tells you you're wrong if you do anything, Mm -hmm. it causes in here, it causes confusion. Mm -hmm. And when you're confused spiritually, I believe you need something to make you feel better. Some people go to gambling. Some people go to food. Some people go to heroin. Some people go to something to quiet the noise in here. So I believe my father was so messed up with religion that... Because when your belief system is is not sure then the way you live your life is unstable. If you don't know what you believe, then everything else kind of seems like too far away. That's just my opinion. You know what I
2: mean? So you think that the religion might have done that to you? That's what I believe.
1: I believe the confusion. Did your mom say anything? uh, Like, what's the point
0: of view of of, of your dad? My mother, to this day, adores him. They divorced. He married somebody else. Mm. To this day... When this when this comedian played my father's song on live, my mother heard it. My mother started crying.
2: Wow! I mean, what's the name of the song she played? You played? The
0: Look of Love. Yeah, mm. she started crying. That's real. I think I'm gonna do something with one of my father's songs. You know, like Natalie Cole did with Neck and I think I'm gonna do that. Now that I'm thinking about it,
1: sounds good. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, tell us about
2: the tell us about the the the, the night that. Your mom tried to set the house on fire
0: Oh, I remember that I remember it very well Oh, you see? Yeah I told you I just told you the story That's
1: a sample right there I ain't gonna lie Vasco uh, Get the machine (laughs) out That's
0: daddy Oh, nah Right. I never thought about doing that one but... mm. oh. Sing, a, Daddy I'm, about to, I'm about to go cook up Thank with you that. That's nice That's Thank true. you I So, so okay So, wow.
2: I know you told us Be strong, Ms. Gina. Don't let me flip the script on you
0: You can't flip the script on me <laughs> You, you can't You cannot Nothing makes me uncomfortable I just feel And I cry a lot you know, that's my daddy. That's my father. How can I not feel that energy in here? He's here. He's here. So if I cry, it's okay. Yes, ma'am. It make, make you uncomfortable. I might flip the script on you.
2: I'm just remain, I just want to make sure. No, you're I remain. just love you. Right, thank you. <laughs> so tell us about. I know you told us to. You know, we cut you off. But tell us about that night. He
0: slapped Mom's. Wow. But and and he he never he never hit my mom. He never hit her before ever. I don't know what happened. Okay. I don't know why she might. If you meet her, she'll tell you. She's just as um as expressive as I am. Matter of fact, that's my mother, so you know. Oh, but um, all I know was that she said, "Go to Miss Basti's house," and we went and we came outside, and she came to us. Afterwards, she said, "Y'all better call the fire department." And we looked outside, and our, our house was on fire. <laughs> <In> <laughs> this LA. is no joke. Los California, yes, on Crenshaw Boulevard. Matter of fact. Nine. No, no, I'm sorry. No, not Crenshaw. Um Second Avenue, I think. I think it was on Second Avenue. It wasn't long but you no, know, it was Second Avenue. I'm almost sure. So
2: the did they find out your mother did that?
0: Yes, the police came. They find out. My mother didn't run nowhere. The police came. Uh, she got arrested. They took us to a home. As a matter of fact, 1972, it was the um, September Olympics because we went to a foster care home for about three days with a lady named Miss Mays, and um, it was temporary foster care for like three or four days. All five of us went that my grandmother sent for all five of us to come back to Brooklyn. I remember that vividly. Beverly, my mother started drinking alcohol to the point of inebriation every day because she couldn't deal with my father's addiction. So they were both um, devastated by drugs, both of them.
2: Hmm. So you came to New York to live with who? Which, which my grandmother from Forty Two
0: Maple Street. From, street. from
2: who, who? 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 Mother was that? Your dad? My or? mother's mother. Okay. Well, somebody keep calling you, Miss Gina.
0: I think somebody's coming to bring me something. You want to answer? You can answer. You just
2: check it real, and let's,
0: let's it real quick. Can I? Oh, you edit this, don't you? No, you don't edit it. I heard you edit it. Oh, you. That's she what I heard.
1: Some, she did some research on us, huh? Hello, who was this?
0: Oh, okay. I, I I gotta call you later. I gotta call you back. It's not. It not even important. I thought it was somebody else. I
1: hope you're not watching the show right now He might He's not important No no it's not It's it's,
0: it's not I'm not seeing anybody right now
2: (laughs) Go ahead baby So Then they took you from your mom So how long you were with your mom's mom for How long did you didn't see your mom again
0: Did your mom go to prison Hell no 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 no. No. Um, No way my grandmother grandfather had money at that time. My grandfather owned a candy store and putting them in Grand. Okay. And he was a longshoreman. And my grandmother had a home at Forty Two Midland Street. Right. It's called they're called Whitestones. And um my mother just came my mother came to Brooklyn to stay with us for a while. But she was drinking so heavily. Mm. She was drunk every day. I picked off the street. I mean and my mother's physically like a beautiful woman. She'd be on the street with you know, she would strip, my grandmother would sit by the phone and she'd get a call and they'd say, yes, this is she. Where is she? And she'd y'all go get your mother. Me and my sister, would go get my mother. And um, she'd come home and go to sleep. Because she couldn't deal with my father's addiction. Mm-hmm. This was the love of her life. And he was shooting dope and he had a woman. And um, the dream was lost. My mother had lost everything in the home. and so she couldn't deal with it. So alcohol was the best way she could deal with it, and she drank to get obliterated every time. And she's been sober almost 30 years now. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to mom. I'm to mom, man. Yeah. I just lost two brothers, so yeah. It's been it's been a whirlwind. Are those applause? Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's for mom,
1: dude. Being sober, man, 30 years. So talk to us a little bit more. I know you said earlier you you were um basically raised you know, yourself and your siblings. But, like, t-
0: talk to us more about that. Like, Well, not raising that myself. Like? Um, as an older child,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not just in the... But in the black community especially. Usually older children become very maternal, mm-hmm. you know, especially um, if you're a girl. And um, my grandmother was in her 50s, and she had a daughter's five children, and her daughter was getting drunk. So I, I, I couldn't even imagine what she went through. She had to put all of us in school, homework, so I had to help. I became what they call the chief enabler, right? I became the person to make sure that I lived out my grandmother's wishes and make sure my brothers and sisters didn't cause any trouble, that we made sure we kept the place clean, you know, because our mother was gone, our father was gone, so my grandmother was the caretaker. So we had to t- make sure we were okay. And by the grace of God, we, made, we were very, very close with our parents using That happens a lot with parents using and grandmother stepping in and the oldest child becoming the parentified child, they call it, Mm. the one with the responsibility. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened. You know what I mean? What was, so, Dad, when you was in Brooklyn, you guys didn't speak to Dad anymore? Oh, no, no, we didn't. And you know what? I'll just mention that. I was thinking about that yesterday. As much as I loved and adored him, well, see, addiction just, Keeps you from doing a lot of stuff. But there were some times when he had a semblance of reality. He was not, he he could have done more. I, I hold him in such high esteem, but he could have done more for us. And my mother still, out of everything, forgives him and loves the shit out of him. <laughs> for real. After everything. He was remarried, you hear me?
2: Because reading reading this, they said that he was arrested in Los Angeles on narcotic charges. And then he went to rehabilitation. He went to
0: rehab. He went to a place called Synanon. Synanon was one of the first rehabs. He went with several, some celebrities here. How did you know that
2: at the time? I didn't know. Oh, you found out that. Yeah, found out yeah. And then he went to uh you know rehab and he said he was injured in a street robbery in the early 80s. He
0: Now, this they say that he got hit and his eye was lost, they say. His he got eye hit. was lost? He got hit in the street. Somebody hit him in the street. And his one of his eyes were lost or something like that. I don't know about that. So you were just you guys were just in Brooklyn and, and didn't have any contact with him at all. No, he he he, didn't, he couldn't. My father was Capricorn too. My father was the kind of man if he didn't have if he didn't have a hundred dollars he wouldn't give you a dollar. He wanted to give you all of it or nothing. That's the kind of man he was, you know. And his shame and guilt because he didn't want to leave us. He didn't want to. He didn't want to leave us. He knew when I got married he gave me away nineteen eighty seven. And he said he was so devastated seeing us that he wasn't with us. He was so hurt because of his decision to abandon us. And we know it. We saw it. He didn't mean to do it. He didn't mean to. But he was so um, beat down by his own self-esteem. He was beat down. You know what I mean? So I I, I forgive him. I understand. Tell us what it was like growing up in Brooklyn for you. The (laughs) bomb. The (laughs) bomb. Dope. A young black girl in Brooklyn. Dope. The bomb. I went to PS ninety two. I went to IS three twenty. I went to Erasmus. I went to C- I went to pro- I went to Prostitute Heights, Prostitute Heights they call it, because in Erasmus, I was fuck. I was bullsh. I'm sorry. I was my mother hates when I use um uh, um use certain language. Um, but I had so much fun at Erasmus because my mother came back to New York. Um, she got an apartment on Flatbush Avenue. And we smoked We were my mother. We could smoke weed with her at that time. So my friends, I was 14, 15, 16, 17. So my friends knew, oh, your mother smokes weed. It was cool. So um, they she would, the people would come over to our home, and um, we played Bid Whist all the time. I was 15 playing Bid Whist. You know. was that? Bid Whist is a game. It's a high level of game than Spades. Spades is what plebeians play. But but Whist is what... uh. Grown people play. <laughs> Y'all play Spades? Oh, I'm so sorry to call you plebeian. I can play, I can play a little bit. I play a little bit of Spades.
2: I don't play Spades at What's all.
0: What's the game you said? Bid what? Bid Wiss. Bid, whist. bid whist. It's a grown people's game. Grown people, all right. It's so. the bomb, though. You talk shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know. It's so, some. It's similar to Spades. Similar. So you can smoke weed at your house with Mama Love. hmm
2: And then, like, because she got an apartment and then.
0: She got an apartment at 593 Flatbush Avenue round the okay. corner from what he told me. To
2: so then, what, what, what? How was it then? Like, what was the next step? You know, my
0: mother wasn't drinking; she was smoking weed.
2: So she was sober. Yeah, she nice. was sober. wasn't she smoking
0: weed. She stopped. I told you she stopped drinking, and um, uh, our life, my life. So now, see what happens is, when the parents gets better, the person who's been taking care of them they no longer have any they no longer have a project. Like in a relationship. Mm-hmm. If you have a person who's treating you bad and you always doing for them, when they start waking up and getting better, then you go, Well, am I necessary now? Am I important? So I had to focus on myself. So I was seventeen, I went to City College and I started, um, going to after hour spots. Right. I started hanging out up in Harlem. So I started for cocaine. Now I'm in church now. I'm in church and um Wow, you, my life story, this is deep. So I'm in church, Washington Temple on Bedford and Bergen, and I'm going to college, but I'm very active in the church because they say I have a gift. They said I had a gift. So I was doing everything in church, And um, but the streets were calling because I went to City College, and I was very active in Black Lives information. I mean, um, it wasn't Black Lives then. But uh, Leonard Jeffries, and I was very active in City College. Marches, sit-ins, petitions. So um, I started smoking weed and simple cocaine. And I knew in my mind that um, there was something with men and money. That's how we start connecting, because you had a question that said, what is a whore, remember? So I knew that there was a connection and after our spots. And um, that stayed in my head, that stayed in my mind for some reason. So I went to school for five years, and all that time in City College in Harlem, so much to do in Harlem. So I met a lot of people, did a lot of things. But then um, my great grandmother, who was uh, the church mother, came to me and said, that "God was gonna um, kill me." Not, I know Her words were, "You're messing with your coffin screws." That's what she used to. That's what she told me. And I got terrified of going to hell. So um, I stopped. Smoking weed. I stopped sniffing cocaine. I started going to church, back to church. I mean, like, obsessively, very active. I got saved, saying that I felt the Holy Ghost. And um, I met my ex-husband. And uh, what else you want to know? I have so many branches. You gotta, you, well, you, you ask the questions. And-
1: I want to know uh, what it was like I'm for you sorry. the first time you you you, you sniffed coke. Take us to that day if you remember the first time. And the After Hours Spot.
0: Yeah, your first I, time? I, I think though. 144th Street. I brought it over there.
1: And Like, who, what made you want to do it that day? Like, what, what happened that day that made oh, you want I, to it? Oh, I color? can't remember that day.
0: I remember the crack, but Cynthia King was part of the lifestyle in the After Hours Spot. Mm. After Spot. You ever been at After Hours Spot? Ever been there? I mean, probably different now, but yeah. No, I'm talking about then, then, like 40, 45 years ago, 40 years ago. Well, nah, we no, uh, we're not. No, how old are
1: you? Little, I'm
0: 34. Oh. And how old are you, young man? Oh God, my son is thirty. Okay, <laughs> so um, after our spots were where adult, where grown people would go, and everything was closed. Yeah, I mean we have those now, but just I'm sure I'm sure it's a little. Well, after different. our spots were uh, at that time, you know what? People try to say that young people now do crazy stuff and sexualize sexual stuff, but let me tell you something. Mm. In my generation. That's why we gotta stop singing that shit. My generation. Sex was free and loose. All kind of stuff happened. So they talk about young kids nowadays. That's what we did then. We was reckless. We were reckless. Reckless so, how? Oh, sexually, with drugs. Man, my generation. Well, I mean,
1: you know, the generation now gets crazy too. So, I mean, that's no, 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 no.
0: Our generation. Give me an example of crazy.
1: Not necessarily you, but just an example of what a crazy, reckless mm-hmm. night would be. Sex
0: hospital. and drugs That's you know
1: You, you know That's what goes on now
0: No I'm talking about To the <laughs> point where
1: Was it group sex?
0: It was all kind of sex The kind of sex Y'all do it You know
2: I don't have sex right. Okay
0: Okay, <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> I, don't
0: sex. I don't have sex But so. <laughs> so So the cocaine was like You'd have to be in, it, what, what happened in at spots? It would be like an, a bill Dollar bill $50 bill And nice. it would be passed it wasn't like today where people would steal the money. You know, it was totally different. This is before freebase. This is before crack. Where it was almost, and I don't want to say it to gl- glamorize it, it was almost like a, like food in a party. Cocaine mm. would be in a bowl. Cocaine would be. You sniff it and you eat and you go home and you go to sleep and you do what you do. It wasn't. You stay up, all, you stay up for four days and don't go home and don't feed your kids. That happened later on. The devastation of addiction came later on
2: what happened you so said you met your ex-husband in the after hour spot no no I didn't say that where do you meet your ex-husband at church 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 Church. Forgive really me. sorry you met him in church your I had a
0: dual life
2: tell us what it was like being married to your ex-husband
0: now I'm, let, let me say this first before I talk about him about I gotta talk about keep it on me keep it on me my ex-husband right now is a bishop in uh, in New York. And I had to look at the part that I played in the marriage and divorce. I don't want to hurt him. Um, there are some things that happened between us that, you know what, if he would say something, then I would respond to that if he mentioned it. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was married to him and dating him, I didn't like me. So I allowed a lot of things to happen because I didn't stand up for myself. I didn't have any confidence. Um, He was, he is an amazing musician. He wasn't a preacher at that time. He was a musician. His father was a bishop of a borough of of Long Island, (laughs) and um, he was like the prodigal son, and uh, he met me, and um, I could sing a little bit, and he played the organ, and um, we were gonna be a team, like a you know a team, and uh, we dated five years. And after we got married, it was the worst three years of my life. We were married for three years. It was horrible. It was horrible. How but old were you? I was twenty-seven. No, I was twenty-two when I met him. I got married to him when I was tw- twenty-seven. I got married.
2: So, but were you, you stopped being in the street, like? Okay. Oh
0: yeah, after. Shut everything down. I was focused on being saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, and going to heaven. What Grandma told you, is what- and not just that. Um, uh, I I knew that the cocaine and the weed was trying to take me someplace else. So the religion, my grandmother, kind of, not saved me, but wanted me to come back. And mm-hmm. then in church, if you're young, young woman, the thing is you want to get married. You want to get married and have a husband. That's the thing. You want to get a family. You got to get a husband. And it, and you want to get a preacher or musician if you're in the church. That's the truth. Anybody say different, they line.
1: So how long after you guys got married, things things
0: would uh, went left? You know what? I allowed my ex-husband to hit me before we got married. I married him even after he hit me. Hmm. I allowed it. For it, I could have, I, I should have not, ne- never married him. But I allowed that. Why did he hit you? Why did he hit me? Mm-hmm. Because of his own stuff, <laughs> his own sickness. Why did I allow it? See, that's why you know it's important. I know what he did was wrong. He never should have, put but I know. The part I played, I had to be accountable for marrying somebody who I knew did not cherish me. I knew it. I thought I could make him a different person. And we we're trying to make somebody do something. They flip on you. It's amazing how your name keeps coming up in these conversations. <laughs> really, really. When you when you try to change some a man, it'll flip because I don't have the power, but I thought I did. So the physical abuse was just part of it. It was a dance, and I allowed it. So what was the last straw?
2: You didn't have any children with him, did you? No. No. What no. was the,
0: what was the, and you wasn't on crack at this time. No, what happened was um <laughs> we dated 5 years and we got married after the first year. Well not not the first year. He was seeing women the whole time. After the first year he started going into the ministry. He was called to the ministry. So now he was a preacher. So you know what preachers comes pussy simple. No question. And he was a musician, and musicians come with pussy, right. So I was a little wife, and uh, I was insecure, jealous, fearful, wasn't focused on me, so I honed in on him. And when I did that, he hated it. He hated me, he hated it, and he showed me. He let me know by his behavior. And um, the last straw was... I I was sniffing cocaine, right? I saw sniffing cocaine again because he was seeing this girl, got this girl pregnant, got her pregnant three times. She didn't have the baby. I was going to say her name, too, but i could not to do that. Oh, boy. I realized at the time that maybe he doesn't love me if he hits me. Maybe he doesn't love me. Can you believe that? I said maybe he doesn't love me, and he hit me. I thought I could make him a better person. I thought I could make him stop hitting me. I thought if I just have sex enough, if I cook certain foods, if I, um, shit. I can't believe I allowed that. So, but after we had, after we would fight, or not fight, after he hit me, the sex would be the coup de grace, the sex, you know. Then he would be nice. So I wanted him to be nice, so maybe I allowed him so he could be nice. Anyhow, we um, we uh we, I went to California, and he came to get me, because he realized I started smoking crack then. I started smoking crack. And he came to get me, and said, so we we're going to get back together. We broke up for a minute. He put me in a hotel because he was ashamed of me in Long Island. Stayed there for about a week, went back home, and um, I couldn't take it anymore. The woman he was seeing came to the house, to the apartment in Freeport, and um, I couldn't take it. I left and started smoking crack in the street every day for two years. I lost my mind, lost my mind, and he divorced me. Mm. Oh, yeah, he had enough sense (laughs) to divorce me. Can you can you imagine somebody like me who actually likes myself now that I allow somebody to put their hands on me? I can't believe that about myself. Mm. Because what happens is that um, the woman inside begins to say, "Who am I? Who am I to? Why do I need this person so much to make me feel amazing?" What is it about him that I need to make me feel amazing? Why can't I have it already in here? Mm -hmm. Why is it not in here? Because that will attract me, a brother who is amazing if I believe that. So if I believe I'm shit, then I'll attract somebody who is shit also. So if I get a nigga who does that, what does that say about me? You know what I mean? Mm. If I choose, if I get a liar, how did I attract the liar? How did I attract the cheater? What's going on with my energy? So, I can go on on tangents. I just you know.
1: <laughs> so at this time, like, what do you? What's your family saying to you?
0: Your, your your
1: siblings and I didn't
0: tell anybody. I told I told nobody. He was nobody because I know they would kill him. Because mm. I I thoroughly believe that if I believe that Jesus is going to change him, that you just pray. And let the Lord deal with your husband and you just be the doting wife. He, eventually he will change. Just take it. He's going to change. I believe that in my head. Has scriptures to back it up. All kind of stuff. We were going to evangelize the world. As a matter of fact, he told me one time, he said, a lot of preachers have women. You just got to pray and just, and just chill. We'll be back home. I'm telling you. Unfortunately. So why are you breathing like that? Is this a lot of information? No, or? come on. It's okay. Stop <laughs> it. So, uh, what do you mean stop it? I'm just... I'm fine. Okay. I'm authentically concerned about you. I'm not playing with you. I'm serious. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> now you took the time to send for me to hear my story. I, I am honored, really. I, I'm not trying to... I have no other agenda but to you thank you. you. Seriously. Uh, yeah.
2: I just don't like it when intentions don't mean too much.
0: It's not attention, it's just accolades, it's just appreciation. You thank can't you, thank receive you that. Very much. That's
2: all. Yeah, I don't like I don't like accolades.
0: Why you deserve it? Why, why don't you like accolades? Why not? I
2: don't
0: know. It puts you on the spot?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, come on. You have nothing to do with that. God gave you that. Receive that from God.
2: Corner from me over here? No. Why oh, you you got something to say to me, man?
1: No,
0: oh, you're my friend. You go ahead. I'm <laughs> <That's> sarcastic. <laughs> she, you see? So. Two two Leos. Yeah. My oh. son's a Leo, too. Wow, look at that. My son, that's, my uncle, my best friends. Two of my best friends are all Leos.
1: Energy is, you know, it's, it's real. Yeah, you can't get rid of us. Um, <laughs> I love you.
0: I love you. Tell
1: us
2: about the time where you started doing crack, because that that's something that, yeah, that, you know, you told me your flip. I remember that day when we spoke on mm-hmm. live.
0: That's when I became a prostitute. You started smoking woolers. Now, woolers, woolers.
2: For people that don't know, what is woolers?
0: Well, there are categories of combinations of drugs. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. There's the Primos, that's the sick tobacco with powder cocaine mixed. Why am I going through this catalog, damn? <laughs> Hierarchy of, of drugs. Rulers, woolers, woolas, woolas is weed and crap mixed together. Okay. Primos is uh, tobacco. And cocaine. And cocaine. Then they have cocktails. Then all kind of stuff, you know. I, well, I, I don't want to get into that. That's not... Okay,
2: you don't want to get into that. No,
0: it's not important to know the hierarchy of, of I drugs. i know.
2: No, I'm to know, but... Have so, you ever so, smoked crack before? No. Oh. So... What...
0: <laughs> 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 you never smoked crack either? No. Nah. No, no, I don't see you smoking crack. What That's in the smoke?
1: Smoke? <laughs> 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 You hurt me. <laughs> I'm good,
0: man. Woolers is basically weed and crack put together. Yeah. That sounds... In, in it's what? a sweet combination, in unfortunately. A, in, a, in, a, in a cigarette? No, no, no. And just
2: um, to, wraps, you know. All right. Okay, so you started smoking Woolers because you wanted yeah. to. You told so, me. Actually, who got you? With my it? brother,
0: my brother Ira, who just uh, died. Rest in peace. October 21st. 2000? 2000, 2019. 2008, 2018. Mm-hmm. My brother Courtney died in 2017. It was forty three. I was 50.
2: 41 I was fifty three. So your brother got you to
0: smoke weed. So yeah, to try it. He didn't get me. He didn't get me. Nobody gets anybody to do anything. Nobody force anybody. I made a choice. I understand. He didn't put no gun to my head. No, I made a choice because I was I, I wanted to see what it was. I wanted to get high. I wanted to go to another level. I was smoking weed, so I heard about the crack and I heard the mixture combination. I tried. I didn't know it was going to be amazing cuz unfortunately unfortunately the feeling of crack takes you someplace else you don't want to be it's amazing however it's not it's temporary and you you can't stay there and you got to be high all the time to stay there so it takes a lot of money a lot of work a lot of degradation <laughs> a lot of toll on your body seriously so I I did the journey for 2 years and that's what we want to know about that journey. It was, it was, uh. But you went, tell, tell me. Tell, me. tell no, me. Don't do that because tell see. Me tell, me. Me. tell me if you still care about me. Tell me if you still care, Then just feel the same way, too. Mm-hmm. You, feel, you feel the energy right there. You feel that, just then? You feel it, right? Oh, I was beautiful. The moment right now, the moment right now is the bomb. What do you want to know? Ask me anything. What
1: well, was what was one of the one of your worst nights when you when you were high? Your your, your worst experience.
0: Okay, I'm gonna set the scene. It's a little graphic. That's fine. Set the scene because I wanted you to to
1: walk us through it. Okay. And without
2: me asking, because you can tell a story and you make it long. I like to listen to you speak. Are
0: you sure? Because
2: I- I like to listen okay. to you speak. I like, really? I do. I love Are you being
0: it. authentic now or are you trying to Very flip the script authentic. on no, me no, right no. now?
2: No, I flipped the script on you a long time ago, <laughs> but I'm trying, to, I'm
0: trying to... Did I pass the test? You did. Thank you, baby boy. I flipped the script on you too.
2: Oh. G, chill, G. I know you like it. Don't give it to her. Don't give she it to What's the thing. Everything I I it, G, G. Right. You passed the test. Oh. She got,
1: she, got she got one more. She got one more. She yeah. got one more. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, I want you to walk us through the process like I like when you tell
0: stories it, it it captivates me What happens is that um in order to stay high every day, you have to do something. I want to st- once I found crack in the pipe, I want to stay high every day because I did not want to feel the the gravity of emotions from my marriage. I was divorced now. this man I adored, even though I allowed a lot of stuff to happen, and it wasn't just him. It was finished. It was over. So I was devastated. I had a huge wedding. Oh, God. 1,500 people in my wedding, huge. Um, I was well-known in the church. So my level of um, uh, the image was destroyed. So I had to stay high every day. The only way I can say every day is either steal or have a job or sell my body. And I didn't even think prostitution was a crime. Let me tell you something. I was in California. I went to visit somebody in California. No, 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 I'm sorry. I was out here. I hadn't smoked crack yet, but um, I went to my friend's house. Oh my God. I went to my friend's house. I'm going to name Denise. She's de- she's deceased now. And then we were smoking rulers, and she said, You should try the pipe. So you're wasting, you're wasting the crack. You're wasting it. Because you had to put a whole lot of crack in it. She said, You're wasting it. I took one hit, and that was it. The feeling of euphoria, like everything was going to be fine, it was like that. So I had to get high every day. So I was working at um, Alternative Visions on whether Y is on Bedford Avenue and Monroe right now. I was working there as a a teacher for alternative students. And I quit my job because I wanted to be high every day and um, I did every single day. So the way I used was I would, uh, Prospect Park was my first stroll, because I lived on Middle Street. Mm-hmm. So Prospect Park was the stroll. So the first time I turned the trick, now I told you, men and money went together in my head. I knew if I, this man liked me, he might give me some money to do something. This is before crack. I knew if the guy liked me, he would be, do something for me without me having sex with him. So I knew the connection. So, when I was walking down uh, Ocean Avenue, right near Prospect Park, right? and a little blue car, and a white man was driving the car. And when not Ocean Ocean Avenue.
2: Prospect Park is not by Ocean, is it? I thought it was on Utica, uh, Eastern
0: Parkway. That's Lincoln Terrace Park. You know what Prospect Park is? Thank you. Prospect Park. From Ocean Avenue all the way down to the library.
2: Yeah, by Flatbush, yeah.
0: Ocean Avenue is where, um, is where, you know Ocean Avenue and Pastor I Park? I remember that. Yeah, you're right. I'm yeah. sorry. Yes, you got to yes. do that turn. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that's, that, that's like a stroll, too. Got it. Okay. Pastor, the whole Pastor Park is a stroll. So I was walking down there. You know that long block where the library is? And it was a blue car, and um, he looked at me at the eye contact. I knew. He said, uh, he pulled up. He said, you dating? I said, yes. He said, get in. Now, I don't know if this man's an axe murderer. I don't know who he is. He put a $100 bill in my hand. Never forget that first time, put a $100 bill in my hand. He said, I want a blowjob. I said, I can do that. And he was a white man. And I say that because the difference with prostitution, with white men, was different for me than with black men. Okay. That's a whole nother story. But um he gave a hundred dollar bill, he asked me a blow job. It was done in about three minutes, I swear to God. I got out of the car, I was like, I could do this. I had I didn't care about body and nothing. I because I didn't even think anything was wrong with it. I had my friends who were boosting, stealing I was like, Y'all committing crimes, what's the wrong with you all? I didn't think prostitution was a crime. You know, so um it was ugly. So every day, every day, I walked the street and picked up somebody and provided some type of sexual service, got the money, and used drugs and did it regularly every single day for two years. It was ugly. Um, I don't know what else you. I don't know what to tell me. No, that's
1: good. So, so wait. The 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 first time that happened
0: that day, did you know that? Like, did you go out there to do that, or you just said you Yes. Well, no. I was I was walking because I was looking for something. I right. knew I needed something. I had to get high. Right. I knew it, and so i walked down the street, and boom! I was like, oh wow, here we go.
1: But that that strip was known for that, I guess.
0: Oh yeah, he must have been a trick. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
2: You said uh, there's a difference with prostitute. And- I
0: knew you were. I knew you were going there. <laughs> I knew it. I knew. Explain that. Well, um, my experience is. Most white men were my customers, you know. Black men, young black men. First of all, when I was the the crack dealers were young black men, most of the crack dealers, and they couldn't stand prostitution. They always say, "I don't, I don't buy no pussy." Right? That's what they say in the daytime, but at nighttime, <laughs> it's on and popping. Um, it would be on and popping, but um, a lot of brothers didn't like the wouldn't didn't deal with that. They were black men were older black men, they were older. The ones I dealt with. Young black men, they didn't want nobody to know. They didn't want nobody to see them. And then when I was pregnant, I smoked crack throughout my whole pregnancy. Mm.
2: You still didn't answer the question.
0: How, now, how did you
2: phrase it? Because I answered the way you phrased it. No, you know what I'm asking. I don't know what you're asking. And we had a conversation on Make, live. Be clear. being clear and being direct. Yeah. You said a line earlier. I can rewind it. If you need me too. Go ahead. Let me take my glasses off. You stated on the line earlier that there's a difference between... White men and black men, you said that's a whole other story. I want
0: you to get into that detail. What's the difference? I did. I, I, I told you the difference. I said, said black men, young black men don't like to basically purchase services. A lot of white men, one my customers had no problem with, it. they were generous. They would give the money first. They would ask for a certain, um, they would say, give me a blowjob, Okay, money first, boom, I'm out. Or let's go to a hotel, get you the hotel. They might want to get high. They might want companionship. Boom, they out. You keep the hotel, brothers. Shit. <laughs> so, what they get they, in the car? They were aggressive. Well, no, no, oh, no, 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 okay, no. Okay. I've been raped five times, but it had nothing to do with that. Oh wait. But um. Oh my But a, a God, lot of brothers. Gina.
2: What? Miss Gina. Wait, hold on.
0: What is the what is the issue? What's with the technical What's that about? <laughs> Relax. Take a deep breath. It happened already. It's over.
1: No, it's just another, you know... Uh, it's another, like... It's a curveball. That's yeah, long. it's a curveball. We already, even... we already expect the crazy story, then they just add like six on... six abortions what is, what is, what is all of... Oh, see, all right. Oh, so, so, we got to so, so. get into all of this. It's <laughs> just...
0: I told you, this is my life. I'm telling you, I have branches. Yeah, but I'm saying, are you are you, are you comfortable talking about it? I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Michigan. See, and I'm going to tell you other reason why I share. There are some people who think when you go through stuff that I've been through that you wind up messed up that you wind up jaded and angry and don't want to love anymore that you wind up hateful and then there are some young women who are right now i'm talking about there are some women in the church right now who are being physically abused and not saying nothing there's some women right now who hate their body they hate their own bodies because they believe that they're horrible and ugly like i did and if they hear me if they hear what i'm saying that, yo, there's only one person like me, totally unique. How can I not love me? That's why I want. I want to do this. Were you uh, raped five times while on crack? Yeah, it was an occupational hazard. Yeah, yeah, Rape is part of um, prostitution. I believe. I believe, as a matter of fact, and I'm gonna say this. Some people might might not agree. Um, I'm not, it's not it wasn't my fault that I was raped. no question it wasn't my fault. He was wrong. all those five guys well it was six because I was raped five times but one time I was with two two college students, two guys. but um if I hadn't been in the street, I probably wouldn't have been raped. let me say if I, if I had been home in the bed, if I hadn't been walking the street three or four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have been raped. you know what I mean if I jumped in a car with a stranger who had a machete, I probably wouldn't have been raped, you know what I mean? So, um I'm 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 accountable for what I did. if I walked down the street new, nobody has a right to rape me. No but I know I put myself in compromising positions. I know that. Did they like trick you and act like they had
2: money and like stuff like that? Was it those type of situations or actual just Oh no
0: no, no, no. The rapes were, were not nice. They were what, I mean, you want to hear about the rapes? You want to hear? Mm-mm, you don't okay. have to. No, no I'm... I, <laughs> I mean, whatever you're comfortable with. I'm comfortable with everything. i comfortable with me.
2: I mean, when you do this, it's, it's, it's ping-pong with the minds. I'm not going to win. am not going to win ping-pong with you in the mind, so... What's ping-pong? No,
0: we're not. No, we're not. No, we not. No, we I'm not saying trying.
2: to me. So, I'm not going to win. You're very good. So when I'm, I'm asking, not
0: trying to win nothing. It's just not a game.
2: I know, but what I'm saying Ain't is Ain't
0: nobody that, trying to win nothing. Flip, stop that. You got it. Saying, We're telling it. my story to help heal some people.
2: And I'm saying you got it. So I'm just saying, if you want to tell the story, we don't mind.
0: Well, that's it's it's for. it was five of them. You want to know what happened? Is, each whatever, five. Whatever you come, you tell something. me what you want to know. No, no.
1: Tell us the crazy, the the, the crazier yeah. one. The worst? the worst. The worst. Yeah, I want to hear the worst. We trying to heal people, man. Let's
0: let's hear the worst. That, that's the whole. That's the whole thing. The whole thing for somebody to be healed. Seriously. Don't be mad. Are you angry at me? No. Okay. Come on. So why'd you stop? Why you get stuck like that? Talk just... to me. Come on. I wanna... No, 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 no. Not come, on, come on. Come on. Come no, on. You're good at this. I'm not doing it. I good don't at talk. what? Good at what? I'm not going to
2: talk. No, you, you, make me too comfortable to talk. I'm not doing it. I want to hear a story. <laughs> oh, What's I'm the fear? You
0: have to be unafraid. You got to be very unafraid.
2: unafraid. But I'm not. I know. You see, one thing what makes you know me pretty good at what I do is that I'm aware of certain situations and I'm aware, aware. of what.
0: Are you aware of you? Yeah, of course. Come on. Of oh, your emotions. Of course. So I've why can't why can't I tamper with that? Why can't we talk no, about that? No, thank you. No, thank you.
2: Okay. So go ahead. You, you you were saying
0: Closer I get to you. It's
2: one of my favorite songs.
0: The more you make me see. By giving you all I've got. I'm not talking to you. I'm not a cougar. Let me let me, wait, let's get that clear right now. Uh-huh. Let's 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 deal with that. Let's deal with that shit right now. Let's go Okay. Let's go. Number one. (laughs) Number one. Young men can teach me how to meet their father. (laughs) Because I don't deal with young men. The only reason, one reason why is because it's disrespectful to me. I don't think a young man can do anything but have sex with me. That's all I think that they can do. And that's minimal. Because you can make sex with anybody. You can take a seventy-year-old man to make because it takes two to make sex good. Nobody brings it to you no. Know, we turn each other out. So unfortunately, a lot of young men like me. I'm not sure why, but you know why? No, no, I no, I don't. You know? No, no. I'm saying I don't because I'm sixty and you're thirty. Not you. What? What can we do but we got? What, what kind of future? What kind of future we gonna have? I'm. I'll be seventy in ten years. You be forty. I'll be 80 and do to be, come on now. You know why young men like you. No, you know why? Because it's their ego. Yeah, it's their ego. They think I'm a con, they don't want me, they want to conquer me. They don't want me. Yeah. They want to conquer an OG. They want to conquer a Stella. <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? And then you can't bring some information to me? If I say, a, if I say who's Norman Connors? He don't know who Norman Connors is. I like Norman Connors. <laughs> He's like, who's, who's that? Who's that? Uh, we we got we to Google that real quick. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You are my starship. Come take me up tonight. He was a producer of oh. Phyllis Hyman, of Michael Henderson. Oh, my God. Norman Connors was amazing. I
1: love the song. I, I know that oh, the, man. I, that Norman Connors. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking about doing, you've inspired me, you know. I'm thinking about doing a podcast to do, like, R&B trivia, to sing something to see people. I tried it on Instagram. See if people can guess the song, Mm -hmm. right? Good word. I think that could be fun. I'm going to learn. You're going to help me do that, okay? You haven't called me auntie since I've been here. What's that about? (laughs) No comment. Are you attracted to me like that? No, stop. No, what is wrong with you? Let's get it out. Let's get it out. (laughs) Let's get it out. No, I'm not. Okay, good. Because I'm I'm not attracted to you like that. Understood. You're like a son to me. Of course I am. If anybody would be attracted to you, it would be him. But he's too young. A nice man. He's a baby. Man.
2: He's a very nice man. He's
0: a baby.
1: He's a baby. He's
0: 33.
1: Four. 34. And a half.
0: You, d- <laughs> you, d- you, deal with old- you like older women? I don't, I don't I haven't had the, the pleasure. Do you stutter? Yes. Yeah, I do too. Nice. You no, no. no. And my son stuttered. My son, my brother, my sister. As a matter of fact. Gang, gang. As a matter of fact, I took my son. I took him out of school mm. when he was 11 and got a uh, superintendent's variance, wrote a paper and got him out of school and took him to National Foundation of Stuttering for two weeks out here in Manhattan. Really? He was there for two weeks. We learned about what stuttering is and what it isn't. My mother and I went through the whole course. From there, we, I took him to, it's a stuttering theater group called Our Time. Everybody stutters and they put on plays. It's the bomb. That sounds
1: crazy. No, listen to me.
0: <laughs> listen to me. The the plays are based, that the flyer says, the length of time is based on the speaker's ability to get it out. Yo, when you go to the play, you have people who have, they have secondary, um, um, uh, like they had the hit, you know, that's, it goes to that extent. Mm. They can't get a word out, so you're sitting there and they're trying to get the word out and people are not comfortable with it, they realize how uncomfortable they are. But it's an amazing journey of self-esteem for a stutterer. So my son stutters um, and um, he became valedictorian. He had to give a speech yeah. He said, my uh-huh. name is Isaiah, and I'm a stutterer. Stand so ovation. You know what I mean? So stuttering is not an impediment. It's a way of expressing yourself, you know? And some people are so uncomfortable with it, so uncomfortable with stuttering, especially those who have to speak in public. And they have very good ways of hiding. They have good ways of camouflaging, good ways of using different words, mm-hmm. not saying certain words, getting in certain situations and not using words. And the nervousness comes up. So you got to do some breathing. It's a whole, it's a whole gamut of
1: stuttering. Yeah. So did he? Is he better now? Is he See
0: that term. What do you mean better? There's Nothing wrong with stuttering.
1: Right. Well, is he? Does, does he fluent? Does he stutter less? Not he, yeah, stutters he stutters.
0: More, he stutters more than you. Yeah. Still. Still, he's thirty, so still, and it's fine. It's fine with it. It's fine with it. There's nothing wrong with stuttering. Some people think it's an impediment, but it's not. The impediment is when people aren't comfortable with other people accepting it. Mm. Because you have to stand there and let them try to get it out. You see somebody doing, uh, 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 uh. You got to stand there, not finish it, let them get it out. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. And when you say better, it's as though it's bad. You know what I mean? Because mm. I know you've gone through things, stuttering situations, avoiding situations, um, not, not, not making sure that you're smiling. At it? I'm listening. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> no, no, no. It's so amazing that our connection, because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to say anything, because some people are uncomfortable with being exposed to stuttering, but it's it's an amazing journey of self to say. Let me say an exercise my son had to do. They had to go up to strangers and uh, do a survey. You know how hard that is? Mm-hmm. They had to pick up the phone, get the phone, pick the phone, and call a stranger and act like they're collections. And some people couldn't get, and the people hang up. They got a call back. Self esteem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I went through that with my son. And I and I felt guilt about him stuttering because my son was a result of prostitution. Not a re- I shouldn't say result. I hate to say that result. I don't know who his father is. Cause I was such a promiscuous not promiscuous prostitute, I guess. So, um And you let them have sex with you unprotected? I let them, of course. I, I didn't care about no condom. Are you kidding me? And let me tell you something. All this stuff about condoms, making young people wear condoms, We a lot of us, we didn't wear them in my generation. We didn't wear them. We need to stop that bullshit. People start wearing condoms <laughs> later on, but a lot of people to this that. day, a lot of people right now, like right now, smash one night with no condom. I know for sure.
1: I mean, some of my friends say it's raw low. That's what they That's what they go that's by. Right. Right. Yeah. That's right.
0: That's right.
1: That's right. I'm married. I don't know about those type I, of things. I don't play those type of games, though. It's a little dangerous for me. Yeah. You got to yeah. be careful. Let's travel up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so okay. So, before we go into the whole abortion stuff, the whole, the, the whole <laughs> oh. abortion <laughs> oh. <laughs> and things, let's go back to Because he asked you a question, and we sort of drifted off. So, okay. let's go back to that. Which one? The worst
0: experience of one oh, situation. The wh- oh. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah, I, I I shared this. Experience. I had a couple of them. Now you know what the, the reason why I like to tell this story, these stories, because I was in some meetings. I was part of a step fellowship for like twenty six years, twenty seven years, and when I go to meetings, I was known to share honestly. People were motivated by that, the way I share. I don't know why. Just you know. Um. Being expressive, you know, and being artist people. So, um, one time, or this this story, this girl was in this meeting and she heard it, and she got a healing from it because there was a guy who was raping. He was picking up prostitutes and cutting their heads and hands off. Around eighty nine ninety, I, I got clean in ninety two. Around eighty nine ninety, there was a man in a red van who was driving, killing prostitutes. It was in the news cutting their heads and hands off. I was smoking crack in the Bronx, White Plains Road, 244-some White Plains Road during this time. And um, this guy in the red van picked me up, and um, I I opened the door. I I looked in the back. There was two guys in the back. I jumped in, you know. And God said, get out the car, right? Okay. So right after that, um, I was... uh, I drove up, not drove up, somebody picked me up and took me to Flatbush Avenue. And the Flatbush and Beekman was this Jamaican guy, never forget, and um, I had two bottles of crack and I had no way to smoke it. It was cold outside. He said, come upstairs and smoke it in my house. So I went upstairs on the fourth floor on Beekman Place and Flatbush. And um, he had a German Shepherd, never forget. So we was, uh, I was smoking, and usually when smoking crack, you don't want to share your stem with people. Because, I, I don't know, it's like, well, anyway, certain ethics and smoking crack, crack ethics, crack decor, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so I didn't want to share it, you know. And then he was this guy, he, his mouth was dirty. You know, he had shit around his mouth. You don't want to share it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, no. And he flipped the script. <laughs> there your name goes again. He told he, he locked he, he locked the door, and he put his dog by the door and he made me take all my clothes off cuz I w- I didn't come to have sex with him I just wanted to get high in his house he he wasn't a trick he's mm-hmm. so weak and uh <clears throat> I never forget he raped me and when he uh when he came when he ejaculated i never forget that it was uh he was disgusted by it he ejaculated all over the floor and his dog was there and for some reason, he started getting angry and he and he took my legs, right? Took the bottom my legs. This is the truth. Y'all are not going to believe this is a true story. And he hung me out the, the, the fire escape. I don't think I told my son this about this. He hung me out of a fire escape. And he pulled me back up because I had the stem in my pocket, right? Um, Cause it was weird. He could have taken the stem out the pants, cause I had my. He could have taken the stem, but he had me put my clothes back on, and and then hung me up. It was deep. It was deep. It was deep. It was deep. He was crazy. What was he mad about though? Like what? Cause he was crazy. See, he was the kind of guy, a weed dealer. He acted. He didn't smoke crack in front of everybody. He was a Jamaican guy. At that time in Brooklyn, Flatbush Avenue became the Caribbean. Mm me. I mean, West Indians, they did their thing at Flatwoods Avenue. They, they took over. I shouldn't say that. Well, fuck it, they took over. And um, and he acted like he didn't smoke crack, just smoke weed, because smoking crack was seen as demoralizing, horrible, so you don't want nobody to know that. But I know a lot of people on the low smoke crack, lots of people. So I think he was angry because he didn't buy it, and I came with some, and I didn't want to share it with him. So, you know, and he was sick. He was sick to do something he was to rape somebody. He put his dog by the door, and the only reason why I got out, because a neighbor heard me hollering and called the police. And ambulance, I remember the ambulance came, they said, you all right, I said, but they looked at me like I was a prostitute, they could tell I was getting high. They treated me differently. Every time I was raped, um, I knew that I wasn't gonna call the police. Cause I, I knew that they weren't gonna do nothing, cause it was part of the you know part of the thing. You out there, the perception is and it happens. You are out there, then there's one guy, that, and I got raped by all West Indians. Pull the make a
2: little closer, please.
0: Oh. Every time I got raped was a West Indian, um, and that's because I was in Flatbush Avenue. That's all, Flatbush Prospect Park. One guy, one well, of his eyes was uh, was uh, low, couldn't couldn't, couldn't I wouldn't open. And he asked me, 4 o'clock in the morning, I was on Flatbush near Parkside Avenue. And I used to walk with no underwear on because I want easy access. This is how it was. So people knew it, and I gave my real name, and I'd be walking down the street. I, I would walk because I would, people would think I'm going somewhere. And I always would have my hair back in a bun, and I always have um, wash rag and stuff in my, my pocketbook because I wanted to be clean and fresh and all kind of stuff. And I always wore sneakers and white socks because I looked like I was walking somewhere. I had some bullshit image. And he picked me up, and we went to um, 54th Street near Church Avenue. He said he had an apartment over there. We went there. And um, in those apartments, the sixth floor is like the top floor, and then you, go, you can smoke crack up like on the top landing where nobody is. Mm-hmm. I've been in many apartments. You go upstairs and smoke crack. We got to the top of the thing he said, let's go outside on the rooftop. He said, no, you smoke. He brought me like a hundred dollars with a crack. And um, he took out a machete while I'm smoking. So I'm thinking he's just going to do something because he don't smoke. And um, he said, take all your clothes off. He threw all my clothes off the roof <clears throat> and, and he raped me. He did anal sex, vaginal sex, and he had the knife. Knife in his hand the whole time, and he left. He didn't cut me up nothing like that. And I had to go downstairs to to some neighbor. I don't even know who she was. And she gave me a robe to put on. And uh, and I had to get high then. I was I have to get high, cause I couldn't deal with those emotions. I had to get high. It was horrible, so I had to use again and again and again. Because using getting using getting drugs blocks out any pain, you know makes people um, uncomfortable to talk about rape, you know, but um, that's what happened. So you said you got pregnant a lot. You had five abortions? Six. That wasn't doing my drug use. That was regular life. Regular life. And um, I regret having abortions. I do, because I wanted a lot of children. But I knew... Abortion was a means of birth control for me at one time. It really was. I knew I was gonna get pregnant. I said to myself, I'm not gonna have this child. I'm gonna abort this child. I knew it. First time I was sixteen, somebody I really liked. He was a DJ at Empire Skating. Rink. <laughs> he he loves it was, me. It he, wasn't he, me. He loves me to this day. <laughs> he loves me right now. But he wasn't really into me. He was a DJ. I was enamored with him. I was obsessed with him. He was like my boyfriend. He didn't really care about me, but now he loves me. He went to jail for 26 years for stabbing somebody like 60 something times. Jeez. He was a DJ at Empire Skating Ring. He was. It's a true story. Empire <laughs> Skating used to be crazy. It used to be the bomb. It was lit- the bomb. It was dope. He was a DJ. He was my people. He's good people right now. He got out of jail a few years ago. He tried to hook up with me too. Really, after all these years, he's trying to go up with me. Let's go. <laughs> That's the truth. My fucking jailbird. Twenty what twenty-five years and twenty-six years in jail. What the fuck? You know, you should have liked me then, stupid. He stabbed somebody. Yo, he was smoking crack too, right? At the time. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. This is you can't make this up. You can't make it up. This nigga was smoking crack. I heard I smoke crack with him. He stabbed somebody like sixty something times. I said, "What? Why after the first time? What was going on?" Mm-hmm. Gina, I don't know. Gina, I don't know. I was hot, you know. He was hot. So um, that was the first abortion with this guy. Then, um, oh my God, I was in love with this man when I was seventeen. This guy, he was thirty-five. Oh my, his name was Ramsey. Never forget. He lived at one fifteen Ocean. He lived on, I think the fourth floor and he was married with two kids, and I would go to his house when his wife went to work and i would i I was scandalous, oh my God, I was reckless. see karma is a bitch, karma would come and tell you you fuck with somebody who's married all right that karma ain't no joke, not even morally, I'm saying spiritually to be an interloper with somebody who's married to fuck with somebody who's not available, even if they say we're not doing we not we're not doing good, you know, that energy is I reaped it back. I reaped it back. I sure did. So I digressed. I'm sorry. Um, what was I talking about? Are you bored?
1: No. Okay.
0: What was I talking?
1: about? You're talking about the the guys you were in love with. You say
0: you he oh oh Ramsey, the the the, the uh the, the, the pedophile because I was 17. No, I'm just playing. I'm playing. I was 17, so was a thin line. Now he now he wasn't a pedophile because I was willing available. My mother came and said she was going to kill him if he didn't leave me alone. He left me alone. This, this brother, let me tell you about this brother, why I was so obsessed with this guy. I was I with him for about seven months. Yo, <laughs> he was the kind, of, he used to put my tampons in and take them out and clean me. He would put me in the shower and wash me from head to toe. He would play the flute to me. I'm telling you, he was into me like that. you never done that to a woman? Nah. That's when you really are into her, when you do things like that. I, I mean, I go buy him, but... What if she's sick, but you need to put it in and take it out, or you wouldn't do it?
1: I no choice, yeah. It's,
0: yeah, it's not nasty. It's just a part of life. He does it with his... He, I know you do it with your wife if you want to. I'm going to talk about my personal business. I know you don't. <laughs> but, Leo, but Leo's, Leo's a loyal. They'll do anything. They're the bomb. They'll do it. You ain't got to talk about yourself. I know.
2: I don't confirm or deny any allegations that you put
0: upon me. You don't have to. It's
1: okay. You're
0: loyal, man. Take that. You know what I don't want it. Right. So, <laughs> Ramsey, Ramsey Wagwan. So Ramsey, oh my mother made him made him leave me alone. So, so yeah, there was six abortions. Yeah. My, so my husband was two. My ex was two. Yeah. It was so, six.
2: So now, you said that you had your son. You, I mean, you were smoking crack while pregnant. When did you find out you were pregnant?
0: Uh, let me tell you something. I started gaining weight when I was smoking, right? Okay, my son was born July 31st, so it had to be, that's your birthday? 30th. Okay. That's my brother's birthday. And it had to be, well, I, 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 it, all I knew was I was my breast was getting big, and I was gaining weight. And I was like, oh, my God. So I was going to abort my son, but I was going to just stay pregnant a little while longer. This is very sick, what I'm gonna say, but it's the truth. I thought if I would stay pregnant a little bit longer, the weight would make men attracted to me more, mm-hmm. and I would be able to prostitute more because a lot of men like pregnant pussy. It's just a fact. Mm. She's telling the truth. A lot of these drug dealers, and when I was out there, they saw me pregnant, six, seven months pregnant, and they would pick me. I'm telling you, these guys at Yohema. A lot of them wouldn't sell crack to me in the daytime, but they would sell crack to me at night and want me to do stuff with them. Oh, God, yes, yes. I, 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 um, I'll tell you, I was reckless. While pregnant? Yes, I was prostituting every day. Every day. My baby would kick in my stomach. I didn't do prenatal. Um, I would, um, buy pizza. If I wanted, um... My son, wow. When I think about it now, I don't feel guilt, but I do understand is that I had a baby inside me, and I put crack in my system, and alcohol, and Chinese rice if I could get if I had extra money, and pizza. But pizza would hurt my mouth because when you smoke crack, you um. Your your mouth gets kind of sore, and you get sore. You know, like I said, and my baby was in my stomach, growing, trying to fight, trying to fight, trying to fight to get out. And I didn't take care of him. I didn't take care of him. So he was supposed to be born in um August, end of August. But that that boy said, "I'm coming out of here. I'm getting out of here." He came early. And when I let me tell you what happened. With Isaiah's birth. You wanna hear it? Of course. Here we go. <laughs> um when I must oh my God. Okay, I gotta I gotta say it before I say this. Before I say that. My mother put me out of her house. I was five months pregnant. She put me out. She said, You're not gonna stay here and get high. My mother living in Scarsdale. Put me in a cab, put me out, got me a hotel room. I was seven months pregnant, seven months pregnant. I met this white guy named Peter. On two, 229th in White Plains Road, he was mentally ill. His mother gave me an apartment, and he had somebody come once a month. His mother was rich. When I went to stay at his house, I found money all over the house. Money in drawers, money in cups, money. I'm telling you, me and my friend, and her name is Faith. She's dead. No, she's clean now, too. We stayed with him. Stayed with him for about a month. Listen, he used to walk around with a holster, crazy white man. And I found $7,000 one time in this house. I was seven and a half months pregnant. Was eight months pregnant. I found the money, and I said, Faith, let's go get high. I don't want to get high in the house. I said, let's go. We got a hotel room. And um, when I was getting high, my water broke. And I was in a hotel with this white girl named her name was Gina also, and this taxi driver, Puerto Rican guy. And he said, you got to go to the hospital. And I had so much crack and so much money. And my stomach was, oh my God, I was kicking so bad. I said, "No, we gotta go to the hospital. We gotta go." And I said, all oh, this crack. So I put the crack on some mattress, and I took the key. I said, "I'm gonna come right back. Some money, crack, money in the mattress." I didn't, I thought I was gonna go and have the baby and just come back. I didn't even think about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'll be back, like I'm going to make a, a pit stop. I went to All Lady Mercy Hospital, and um, my mother wasn't there yet. And I went there and. The, the crack still had me, and I feel nothing after a while. I was, but then the pain came. The crack were off, and I thought I was gonna die from childbirth. But when he came, it um, was crack in my system. I think it was crack in the system. I can't remember. But I saw him in the um, what do you call those things? Uh, incubator. And yeah, incubator. Because he was pre, he was premature. mother premature. My mother came up there, and uh. I, I couldn't believe, I, what was this? What, what just happened? I had a baby. I So I saw him, and I left the hospital. I left the hospital. Went back to the hotel. Left him there. Came back five days, he was gone. My grandmother was a foster care mother for the state of New York. She got him. Um. And uh, for two years, they had him. My mother and grandmother had my son. I would go in, and my grandmother would say, "Whose baby is this?" And my son would look at me, and you know, and I I left him uh, with them. Uh, you know. Sometimes I think it was not good that they had him because I felt comfortable. My family got him, I'm good. Maybe if he was a stranger, I might have said, you know, let me go get him. But I knew he was being treated well. I knew that. But on the other hand, it let me feel like, okay, he's good. I can just get high. Because so, only God can stop a person. Only God. Children can't stop it. Only a surrender on the inside can say, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. So I wasn't tired. So he didn't help me get clean. I smoked crack two more years after he was born. I sure did. And I felt guilty. I didn't couldn't breastfeed him. I wasn't there for his first steps. No, I wasn't. I wasn't there. I, I regret those things. I regret those things. But um, July 5th, 1992, um, I stopped using. I was sick and tired. I was at Our Lady Mercy Hospital again, and I was, I said, I'm tired. God, I'm tired. And the taste of crap was taken from me, this, the desire. There was no, uh, now I went to re- several rehabs, I went to several programs. Every program, I got me a boyfriend in the program. I was fucking in the program. That was my thing. Defocus on myself and get somebody so I can do this with you. We can do this together. Mm-hmm. Never worked. Never worked. And um, I so after I got clean, I, t- I thought my ex-husband was his father. I thought it was. I wasn't sure. I think I wanted him to be. I think so. So we had a blood test, and it said it wasn't his. And then that's when the guilt came. Oh, my God, how can I not know? and my son looks exactly like me if you look at my thing you'll see my son's picture exactly doesn't he look exactly like me I'm
2: going to go there
0: now exactly i mean spitting has image a college graduate went to the navy the bomb just just the bomb and um he's the one that said uh, that this show is a is he's all right my you can do it he's <laughs> all right so <laughs> yeah, so- yeah. So he knows the whole story that you just told us just now? Oh yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna do nothing new brand new. Right, no. right, right. No, no. When'd you tell him? When he was about ten, eleven, twelve, and then again when he was sixty. We talk we talked we talked about this several times. Mm. Um, about who I was, who I who I've been. Oh he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows. He knows truth, he knows honesty, he knows veracity, you know. Right. Um, transparency. That's the only way I can live. Only way I can live is being totally honest. This is one of the reasons. Go ahead. Let me go ahead, finish. Go
2: ahead. Yeah, I'm listening. This is one of the reasons. Yeah, I'm just looking for yourself.
0: Why I'm single right now? Um, so, what?
2: Just.
0: You found? You find it?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, come on. Just, found my just, son. You're single right now. Go <laughs> okay. ahead.
0: No, because why you seem to be like, so agitated with me? What's that about? I'm not agitated. Yeah, you're acting like it.
2: Come on. No, it's just like you know the thing is, it's the audience we're talking to. So, you know, I want the story. You know, a lot of times they get mad when a story is cut short. Who's they? The audience. Oh. Yeah. So that's what it is. Like if you if after you tell a story you say something I, I, and you know but you were in the middle of something then you just so I just. No, not well, this is not a
0: script. I'm just, you know, I, I don't What's have saying? a script. I just, I just
2: <laughs> want you to, you know, I want to hear the story. You, you got me reeled in. Okay. Okay. So pardon me if I make you feel that. No, I'm not.
0: No, you can't make me feel anything. I was watching your your expressions, and I thought that you were kind of, um, you know. Cause, no. Because you're the producer, the host, so, you know, I kind of no, look please, at cues. Bro. and.
2: No, no, I love it. No, no, don't pay me any attention. I'm just listening. I have
0: to pay attention to you.
2: Well, they all do. <laughs> I just had to. Okay, man. I had to. I had to boost myself up.
0: Yeah. Do your thing, sir. So? You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> so, what what story am I telling again? See, see,
2: oh, you see. That's
0: <laughs> only because no. Uh, seriously, I, I. Seriously, sometimes I forget where I'm going tonight. In reference to the story, but <laughs> well, I smoke weed also. So you know. Still. Yes, it's God's collard greens. That's that's medicine. Yeah,
2: <laughs> oh. that's fine. That's fine. G. Dude, that was
0: fire. That was fire. That's God's collard greens. That's medicine. Jeez. How could you not? How could you, you? don't. You, you don't. Mm-mm. You should. <laughs>
1: no, not what you, you drink
0: alcohol? No. Oh, you just straight up crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. no chaser, just straight up. Yeah. Oh, that's fire. That's fire. Thank you. Thank you. So, what's your what's your thing that gets you high? This, this. this yeah. Fucking with people gets you high. <laughs> yeah. You like the fuck. That, that's your rush. Yeah. Okay. Yo, listen, I was watching that show today with that boy. I don't like that. I don't, I don't, I didn't like that at all. Okay. You know, he's had an extension of other, other people talking to him now. Yes. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Cause I, I'm, that's the topic. I. I...
2: They all do that. <sighs>
1: wow. That's.
0: I don't like that. You played yourself, really, because I like you, and I, I don't like that he was on talking to some nigga th- some today. How you how's he gonna use the word nigga? How would he? How dare him? How dare him? Disrespect, yo. But see, crackers do that. Crackers are always trying to backpedal and say stuff, and uh, that yo. Know. And you engaged him. You gave him a platform. I did. Sometimes, those. sometimes... Okay. It's That's, your it's your platform. Yeah, well... He, but he listen, he doesn't deserve it. We've been through too much as a people to let crackers continue to fuck with us. He don't need our platform. You know what he said today to this guy? He was talking to some guy named Frenchie, I think. Frenchie. He was talking to him. Frenchie, and, my friend Frenchie? The yes, yes, yes. I, yes. I, I think I, he's a nice guy, I think so. I was watching him a few minutes ago. Frenchie Brickswell. And Frenchie was trying to... I guess to let people hear what he was saying, this guy. And he said, and I knew, I knew, I knew he was going to say it. I, um, I only fucks a black woman. Only, only black when I mess with is black women. He said that, yo, I said, I in my mind, I knew that. Cause they like to have sex with us and be entertained by us, but he don't like black men, but he likes black women. I said, slave masters only like black women. So, um, what's his, what's that kid's name? Uh, uh, I know the name. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm not even gonna say it because that gives me too much clout. Let's move on. But don't entertain crackers or racists anymore. They don't deserve our platform. They don't deserve. We've been through en- We've been through enough. Oh, so. <sighs> okay. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I just get very angry about. Our people, our people have been through enough, our people, and to let this bum-ass, cracker-ass cracker cracker call somebody a nigger. How dare you? And I know that there are some ramifications with it that he was supposed to be cool with. But no, no, no. When it comes down to it, what sides are you going to take? Because in a war, you pick sides. In a war, you pick a side. In a war. We're in a war right now, for real. So if he pick
2: outside, does that
0: give him no okay? No, he can't pick outside. He's a cracker as cracker. He can't pick outside, and I and I can't. I don't can't believe you keep entertaining that dude. I think you should stop that because he, well, even no, but he, even though you're getting engaged in juicy conversation, even you know, the pe- listeners, there's some like some money's not good money. Some some is not good attention. That energy's not good.
2: I am an energy shifter.
0: That's what you think. And if I'm not no my, some some energy you don't even need my defense becomes my offense he is a cracker I'm telling you As it's different
2: him, I, I, I'm not here to judge anyone
0: no it's not a judgment I'm making a truth that's a truth to me respect
2: but what I'm saying is that people made people said that they gave him a pass because he grew up amongst he grew up with them he grew up in that community he grew mm-hmm. up with the black children mm-hmm. and they said that the word that they use in that area they grew up in made him comfortable to use that word yeah his friends didn't have a problem
0: with it yeah but black, some black people are so nice stepping fetching oh he's a white. he's cool with us fuck that okay he's a cracker and then he had to know to say i only date black women. i bet you here's the thing i want to ask you if you're a white boy how do you, why do you dislike white women how could you dislike your people how could you not like your mother that's what i want to know you like black women so much why don't you like your own kind brother why don't you like people that look like your mother? How do you like a black woman and your mother's white? Come on now. See, that's a whole nother topic, but we don't want to talk about that. Come on now. So,
2: so you watched it live with him today with, with Frenchie?
0: No, I saw a Frenchie thing, and I, saw, I watched it, yes. And Frenchie was very, he, he walked gingerly, very tactful. He was trying to goad him to, you know, he let him talk. And he actually de-escalated him. He was talking calm, but he was still doing, you know, I said, get this cracker off this. But
2: friendship was the guy that was yelling yesterday when
0: for me. Intense. But. I like him. I like all your thug niggas. I like all of them. I like all of them. They, and you purposely, yo, you know what I like that you do? You cut people up and say, I'll be right back. And you go get somebody else. Yeah, yo, use a funny, my funny motherfucker, yeah, I swear to God. You do it with no expression. You say, hold on a minute. Bitch be off. And they come back. back, back. I love that shit. I love it. I love it. Love so. It. I love it. He, I love it. So, how did you get your son back from your mom? Okay. My grandmother had him. Your grandmother, yeah. My grandmother, my grandmother. And great-grandmother. And my mother, all the generations had him. And uh, No, I didn't have to get him back. I got clean in Ju- July 5th, 1992. What's that? Music?
2: No, that's... It's okay. What was it? It's the laptop. It turned on
1: again. Yeah.
0: Okay, I thought it was some music to my story.
1: Okay. <laughs> Wait, yeah, G some, said, why you keep hyping G in the background? We play G, stop! No, F- no, no, G, no, no,
0: G. What's your name, G? G. That's not your name.
1: G Money.
0: What's your name?
1: Your real name, G. I mean, you
0: don't want you don't want nobody to know. Government, you somebody after you? What the fuck? Don't
2: not, we don't say it on the show.
0: Are you serious? You don't say yeah. your name on the show.
2: Name on show. Yeah, my name is Trevor.
0: But, you know, it, know Trevor, are you West Indian? My dad is Jamaican and my mom is Jamaican. I knew it. I knew you. I knew you. Yo, I'm not going to say coconut, but I knew you were West Indian. I knew it. I knew it. You can't call him a coconut. Yeah, that's, not,
1: that's, no,
0: that, that's rude. That's not rude. I didn't call you a coconut. <laughs> just, I did not. You almost did, though. Let's, let's play it back. Are you West Indian, too? No, I'm just light-skinned. let's play let's play the tape back I didn't call you a coconut but I knew you were what's in your persuasion I could tell I could tell I could tell I knew it I knew it I knew it I'm smart I'm connected to the universe because I knew it I could tell anyway okay my mother and my son I got clean July come on I'm talking to
1: I didn't. I, 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 don't give it to him, G. I, fact, G, stop. I can't do it
0: right now after the coconut it's, thing. That'll be wrong. No, no, no. I. I no, he. No, be a real friend. If I did that. He's not a coconut. I, I didn't call him a coconut. <laughs> G,
1: don't do it. G. He's
0: not. He's not a G. coconut. G, I can't. Wait. I see you. Fight it. Fight it, G. Don't give it to us. She's not that nice, man. Let him do whatever he wants to do. Oh. G, fight it. <laughs> G, fight it. Let him do it. G. Do, it. come on, come on, G. let it go. Let it go. Don't hold it. G. She cool, man. G, no. Please. She not cool man. Please.
2: Please.
0: Please. Please. She's not cool. G. Let it go. Let it go. go. G. G. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs>
1: Feels much better now.
0: Please pardon me. You've been holding but that for a long time. I think I went to the distance. But I'm show. longing to Feels see. I hope you don't mind my staring. I don't mind, cause your face looks so kind. You know who that is Chaka Khan. Oh. Please pardon me my, my Rufus. She was with Rufus.
2: Your parents, your grandparents. My grand,
0: my grandmother had my my son, and I got clean July fifth, nineteen ninety two. Oh wow! Yeah, and it takes a year for social services, cause I had a social worker. Okay. She, she was monitoring, cause he was considered in the foster care with my grandmother. So you have to go through a process of getting a reunification of the child with the parent. That was the goal, reunifying the child. Mm -hmm. So I had to go through several things, parenting, all that, to get my son back. It was going to take a year. But I was so exemplary and so dedicated that the social worker, her name was Miss Salami, never Mm -hmm. forget. I got my son back in October. I got clean in July, got him back in Mm -hmm. October. And I went on a mission to be the best mother in the world. I got clean and, you know, it, it was an amazing journey when I got my son back. Because um, I had to make up for not being there for time, for being yeah. a crackhead pregnant prostitute. <clears throat> I had to make up for that shit. And you can't make up for that shit. You can't make it up. You have to just do better and change, you know. So therein uh, lies the journey of self after I got clean. That's when um, I found just how much I didn't like me. Because once I put the drugs down, oh, here's the... Wonderful thing. Once the drugs are gone, then I'm naked to see who I really am. Now I have to see why I used it in the first place. Why I didn't like myself in the first place. And why I allowed people to do things to me in the first place. What would make me do that? You know? And um, once I found that out, uh, it's been an amazing journey. It's uncomfortable. Growing is uncomfortable. Being true to yourself is uncomfortable. Because then... Being worried about what people think is the biggest thing. Being concerned, if I weather what she's going to think. And the worst that can happen is people won't like you. That's the worst thing. They won't like you. That's why when I was thinking about back to this this conversation with this kid, he was willing to meet you over some words. Just because you have a way of demoralizing a person with your words a person wants to fight and meet you. That's why. I... Really, nigga. I mean, I mean, this is how we. This is where we come up from. Really, nigga. It happens. So you you so you know why why does somebody want to fight you? Words. What happens? I don't know. They feel disrespected mm-hmm. because what you say to them is so powerful. It's so powerful that it changes who they are. How there's nothing a person can say to me. Not nothing except my mother, my son. If they say something. I'm going to take a look at it because they love me. Nothing a person can say did not make me, move me at all. No insult, no opinion. It's just your opinion. If you think I'm an asshole, you say it. okay.
2: But you know what it is, you know, <clears throat> it's, what what is you, it? it's what you entertain, man. I mean, you know, for a long time I, I've been inviting that type of behavior. So now it's, you know, because of certain things that, you know, business opportunities and just growing as a man, you know, when I hear those type of stuff, I just
0: mm-hmm. pass it. Before,
2: mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't mind.
0: It was juicy content. It was meat for content. Yeah, well, that too. Meat for small minds. But now, as you as you escalate, your frequency changes and your content changes. Of course, every, every you want some nigga shit every now and then. That's called nigga shit every now and then. You know, you know, household ghetto shit. It's like gossip every now and then. But when you elevate, you know, you want to know what's going on in people's heart and their mind. How they what they doing. You know,
2: I mean, kind of put him out there. So, you know, I understand that, you know, I have a big platform. So a lot of people were, you know, a lot of people upset behind it. So, But you like
0: that. You love that.
2: <laughs> Killer Cab told me the same thing. He you you, he, you know it. Killer Cab told me you bothering him because you know he's going to get emotional and you like that.
0: I mean, hey. It's a twisted way to hurt somebody. It's a very twisted way. You see, you're the kind of person. Leos the kind of people that they will put glass in your soup. You won't even know that they'll put crushed glass in your soup. You'll be eating the soup thinking it's and it's killing them all the time. They don't even know. You're not even smiling. No. no so you no expression.
2: So, so you watch. My movements. You, you can tell my move you,
0: No, like, I don't watch. no I don't I don't monitor you like that. I like watch that. I mean cu-
2: I mean like when I not nah, I'm sorry.
0: I watch a couple of lives when because I, go, I want to know what the fuck live, you were. You
2: can see like certain type of behaviors that I, you know, like certain uh is it person not personality? I'm a retired
0: clinician. I was a social worker for thirty years. Oh wow. Major in psychology. Which means, you know, I didn't even want to tell you that but so what? I just monitor behavior and I monitor patterns. Okay. I monitor um People that I'm interested in, and you're very interesting. Thank you, thank you. And your heart is right. Your heart is right.
2: No, it's not.
0: You can't take it, can you? No, you just not. cannot take love. No, it's not. It's not right. I can imagine the people that love you have a hard time. You receiving love. God, thank God, your wife is a loving, giving person. Because Lord have mercy, you you make her work for it. I know you do. Anzi, don't do me. Okay, I'm I'm giving you good good stuff. Why why was you not receive from auntie? Now I'm auntie. Now I'm auntie. Now all night, no auntie. I now be, I'm auntie. I want to be professional. Oh, you want to be professional now? Yeah, okay. I did. Okay. I
2: wanted
0: to be. <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is that I think I was I, I, think I was professional today. You oh, all, yeah, yes, you're appropriate. You're appropriate. Oh, yes. Every day. Yeah, you are. Take G money. Every
2: time. time. Stop that sarcasm, G <laughs> money. But Just you
0: can't. Day. But you's hard for you to receive love. I see. So, wh- let's <laughs> go back to me. No, nah, I'm gonna ask you, uh, what do you. What back do you th- together again. That's Donnie Hathaway and Roberta Fock again. That's you two songs by them. You, you, and I, 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 back together again. In this world. In the spin. Truth Classic. is a lie. It's a joy that people share. See, he knows a little bit. If you were older, you'd be... What happened if I was older? I would stalk you.
1: What? Yeah. What kind of stuff you would do with me if I was older?
0: If you were older, I would uh, help you take your medication, rub your feet, cook you some food, watch some movies, make sure your clothes are washed, travel, do some things. Yeah. Easy. When you get older, easy is the way. Comfort is the way. Comfort. This is true. Comfort. You know what's the best date in the world for me, and I can't do it because if you if I do a, do a date like this, they're gonna think I'm trying to titillate them. The best date is some food because I'm an amazing cook, right? Food, watch a movie, and smoke some weed or drink whatever. Just lay, laying up, lamping. That's Netflix the, and chill that's the best date in the world. The, but you Netflix can't do it chill. on the first yeah. date. Because people, if you're laying up in the bed, they're going to swear to God that you want to do something. <laughs> and you don't want to. You just want to watch the movie and lay up. I agree. I'm the same way. So, yeah. That's watch, the best well, thing. I watch
2: black and white movies. I told you that. You watch Turner Classic?
0: Yeah. That's my mother's favorite. Channel. Yeah,
2: I have like a lot of, you know. Whatever, your whatever. wife probably
0: likes Turner Classic. No. Oh, We not want to talk about your personal life.
2: Yeah, please. I watch a lot of old movies, Turner Classic movies. I have a couple of old black and white actors, you know.
0: Chatted. What do
2: you like? It's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter.
0: Okay.
2: I like, no, there's a movie I like called An Affair to Remember. Oh, okay. Cary Grant. Uh huh. I like It's a Wonderful Life. I like some Cindy Portier movies. Guess who's coming home for dinner?
0: Guess who's uh, coming to dinner? You like that? Yes, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah it's just different stuff. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter.
1: I was going to ask you uh, before yes, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel about me as far as energy? Because, you know, we both Leos and we're a,
0: a day apart. <clears throat>
2: What two I feel about you? Two different energies.
0: Oh, I t- totally disagree. We have the same energy? It's just expressed differently, yeah. That's all. Hmm. It's expressed differently. Same energy, expressed differently. Both quiet to me. Both quiet strengths. Both of them still still waters to me. Quiet? Yeah. No, I said strength, the energy. You said quiet strength. Yes. I definitely believe that. The expression is different. His expression is different. I don't think you talk too much because you stutter. I think stuttering is what stops you from talking more than you do now. That's what I think. I, I I could be wrong. I think. Pretty
2: good. It's pretty good.
0: It's just an opinion. You pretty, know. pretty, pretty. Oh, Larry David. Don't oh, you love Larry. Oh, David. my favorite guy. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> I love him. Go to. Is either go to? If if I if I want a good guffaw. I love that. Larry David. He's one of the people I want. Kirby Enthusiasm. Oh. But listen, Isn't uh, poster? wait. Oh, right
1: there. The Poster right there. Is okay. it there? Look right there okay. for you. All the way to the top. Boom.
0: Oh okay but listen have you seen the movie he did a movie he did a movie when he um oh he- oh God you got listen you gotta see the movie it's a movie Larry David oh it's- I forgot the name of it hilarious I forgot the name of it hilarious. but that's one of my people I love like to the probably the same comedy I just saw Lavelle Crawford um yesterday what's today Who what was that a comedian ever heard of Lavelle Crawford the comedian
1: that's not- um He's like, great big, That's the big guy? that guy. Yeah, yeah, Flat
0: the, guy. He had a, yeah, yeah. He was
1: hilarious. On oh, where? He was on a He was on BT, comic like, he old, yeah. Yeah, the He was on everything, yeah. What's
0: his name hard. again? Say, I, I go to comedy shows every month. Every month I go to comedy shows. Well, you saw him out here? In Phoenix, like oh. yesterday. Jim, I see uh, Jim Jeffries, I saw the other day. Dion, I saw everybody. I what, what, what What kind of music is that?
2: No,
0: I think, What's not, that music, what does that indicate? What is it indicative of?
2: Nothing. I'm trying to. I try to Google the guy, and I forgot my laptop was off. so
1: uh-huh. just do right here.
0: Oh that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm a comedian He's follower. I, I, He's no, funny. my listen. I, I I was gonna shout out Marshall Brandon. Oh, my favorite is Corey Holcomb. You know that?
1: You know that? I know. Um, um, Marshall Brandon. I think I did a show with him before. Are you a before. comedian? Are you a DJ? Mm-hmm. DJ, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so I, I go to shows once a month I've seen a lot of people
2: when was the last time you was out in New York
0: oh that's a deep conversation oh. um, November 2019 <laughs> and why were you out here well initially for uh, a funeral um, my mother's godmother was very sick and while we, were, while we were there she died November 2019 but I hooked up with my ex while I was out here I was with them for 13 years, lived there for 13 years. That's when I found out how much I, that's when my self-esteem was challenged where I grew the most. That relationship helped me see how much I didn't like myself and how much I loved myself. He, as a man, was the bomb for me. He showed me how much I needed to like myself. Because he liked himself enough to say no to a lot of stuff. I was crazy. Oh, God. Oh, God.
1: Was he the first man to make you feel that confident in yourself after your son was?
0: Um... Um, he was the first man that, because uh, I got clean from crack in 1992. You mm. said that. We got together about, my son had to be about 9 or 10, because we were together. He helped me raise my son. And um, before him, I was just dating some guys. So I was just dating a swim. Guys, I was kind of reckless sexually too when I first got clean. Because mm-hmm. when you first when you first get clean, no drugs. In the, the fellowship, told us that fellowship, it's like a it's like a community, it's like a family. So there are meetings all over the world, meetings all over. So Brooklyn was my home, but because I was with a crew of people that we shared a lot in different places, we went all over. So um, it was a lot of sex going on, a lot of stuff. Because when you get clean, what do you do? What, what, what do you do? You either eat, a lot of people get fat when they get clean, or you're having sex or you're gambling. There's something to do because you're always looking for the high. Addicts are always looking for a rush. So once you stop to take drugs, then it may become scratch offs, may become shopping. It may become, then sex becomes a thing or a shopping, whatever it is that fills the space, something that you cannot stop doing because it gives you such, you know what I mean? That's the crux of addiction. It gives you that relief, and then you have to do it again. Become obsessive and compulsive. You have to have it because it makes you feel. So when you realize that you don't need it, anything external, to fill the void inside, that's when the growth comes because I needed something to make me feel. I was always looking for something. (sighs) (sighs) And then when I got clean and started doing some step work, some personal work on the inside, it was already inside of me all the time. It was already there. The peace I needed was already there. So I didn't have to go outside, you know. So every now and then now, i might uh swimming is a thing now, positive things, you know. But before it was something that was horrible. So sex was a thing. And it was reckless, no condoms. And at that time, people, a lot of people had the virus, got the virus. 92, 93, the virus was killing people like that. in the fellowship that I was a part of. And uh, I had sex with people, you know, with no condoms. And I was clean. That let me you know. My sponsor taught me at that time about how I didn't cherish my body. It wasn't even about sex. I didn't cherish my body. I just let anybody do anything. You know, and then realizing that the, some of the trauma of prostitution helps you look at me I, I looked at men differently. A prostitute who stops prostituting, once she gets in a relationship later on, I believe that you have to change your mindset about men because men are always seen as something to get something from. Always. If I if I do this, I'll get this. And so when I got with this, my last guy, um, we had the first time we had sex, it was second, not the first time because the first time was like awesome. I think that's why I chased and stalked him for a while. Uh, he said, listen, I'm not a trick. He said, stop trying to make me come. I'm not a trick. My goal was to make him come so it can be over. Not thinking about that I needed to have... Because prostitution, you don't have orgasm prostitution. For me, it wasn't about enjoying it. It was about money. I hated the person. Couldn't stand... I would get in the car. I'd be a guy with a baby carriage in the back. or You know, wholesome men, married, mostly all married, wives with girlfriends, or whatever, pick me up, and I, I hated them. Which also... Make me look at men differently, you know, when I got clean. So I had to revolutionize my mind, how I thought about things. How I thought about men and money and dating men and what I wanted from them, what they wanted from me. And I had some brothers that said, "Gina, um, you cute, but I don't want you. <laughs> I don't like you like that. Perfect. I'm so glad they said it. Because once I got clean, I started doing what they call service work in the fellowship. So I became very active. So I thought, you know, I was cute. I'm new. I'm a newcomer. And people are looking at me as newcomer. And I said, girl, have a seat. <laughs> That's your timing?
2: Yeah. That.
0: yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> Such a uh, long time, you know time. Sorry. Since I saw you. Oh, How long has it been? You know what that is?
1: That one I don't think I know.
0: Lord, Lord. You know, the song that cries. Oh, she's a lady. She's a lady that dreams. Mm-hmm. Let the rain fall down upon his eyes. She's a sweet and gentle flower growing wild. You never heard
1: that. I, 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 it's, it's almost. It's catching me. Your
0: family play music, maybe.
1: My dad's a DJ. He was, he was uh,
0: younger. So, you know a lot of house music? That was some house. My brother's name was Ira Levi. He was the first out of the closet gay man who did house music. He did pride events all over United yeah. States. He just, he's the one that died. Ira Levi. I'm going to do one of his songs over too. I think we came to work it out, I think. He mm. was amazing. So, you know a lot of house music? You know, Tommy Matola. Mm-hmm. Share their life off. Yeah, fine, oh, yeah. yeah. Live down the road. Do you sing? In the shower. He saw lost it? his leg. That shirt is perfect for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, why? He must That's be a, because he he likes to be anonymous.
2: So yeah. Yes, son. What was the last thing before it
0: turned out? He reminds out? me of my son so much, my God. You know what my son's favorite word is? My son's favorite word. Guess what my son's guess what my son's favorite word is? Nope. Nope. He loves the word nope. Talking to Mike. Oh. Speaking the microphone. Stop. Big black microphone. <laughs> My son loves the word nope. No. He likes to say no. Mm, I hate that. Why, why don't you say yes all the time? Nope. I ask him something goes mm. no. He has no problem saying no.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. Some people can't say no. Some people it's hard because they want to be accepted. You know? They want people to like them. No, let me keep it on me. I want people to like me. I want to be accepted. Because I really thought that if I'm loved, I won't die alone. That's the whole reason why people do things, I think. We don't want to be by ourselves.
2: When you, just
0: now you said that you were new and the guy. Uh, As a newcomer in the fellowship? Yeah. Oh, the guy had the virus. He had the AIDS, AIDS. This guy. Mm-hmm. Thank God I didn't catch it. That's how reckless I was. You slept with him? Yes. no, we didn't go to sleep. No, we didn't go to sleep.
1: <laughs> so you didn't care that time? You just you know the No, I couldn't
0: okay, okay now see when I got clean I had about a few months clean when I met this guy. You know what? I didn't use condoms the whole that's the truth. Not my whole crew we didn't use condoms. We I'm telling you. All this thing about safe sex. No, that's, I said it was such bullshit. And I was, listen, this is so deep. <laughs> Go ahead, finish. What was the question? Let me finish the question. No, you I was. was. I was an advocate. We're an advocate for safer sex and condom use and all that stuff. You, yeah. <laughs> Yo, such a fucking hypocrite. Can you believe that uh. hypocrisy ran rampant in my DNA at that time? You know, uh. a counselor. All that kind of stuff. getting them Giving condoms out. <laughs> and not using them. Because the thing that, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Why do people not use condoms? It ain't going to happen to me. It's single people. It don't, right. it don't feel right. And a lot of times a woman would, would want a man to put them on, but she doesn't want him to be offended if she asks him. Because she don't want him to not do it because he, it doesn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? So she'll just go along. But many women would use a condom. A lot of women would, I believe. But we don't. Our self esteem says, no, I'm not going to make and put one on. No, I'm just, you know. So I was protected. I really was. I was protected. Let I me mean, go to the microphone. The microphone. I was protected by the grace of God. And um, does that have to be this close? Okay. Uh, What else, what else do you want to answer?
2: That's it.
0: Are we good? How about that? We good, right? <laughs> this
1: guy's crazy. <laughs>
0: and we both know that our love will grow. Who sang that?
2: Mm-hmm. Nice song.
0: For always Ooh, you're like Who sang it? That, that
2: Luther? Chasing oh. You say something else? When you <laughs> come around
0: You bring brighter days. Mm-hmm. Who did it?
2: That's a guy named Atlantic
0: it's Atlantic. Atlantic Star oh, oh, Very okay. good Woo! You get a prize Give us a yeah, give us a sound, right? <laughs> the sound effect. Yeah, sound effect. I yes. love this episode. Yo, listen. When you were just singing that song, you can sing a little bit, can't you? I can hear it. So, so, so your show is to just fuck with people, really. Me, okay. Not
2: the show. Me personally, yes.
0: Okay. So, so you gained a reputation from rapping. My son told me from battle rapping. Being from being great. like a hype man you are a hype man
2: something like that he's yeah. he's, he's correct mm-hmm. so
0: you were the one who would put one against each other and start start stuff or that's what you would do no i'm serious i i need to know the your role in this hip hop community i don't know i'm just my, i'm 60 years a, old i don't know i don't, I don't have don't... a role in the hip hop community see so see you are so not, so you're not, you're not going to be authentic with me no, I, I'm, I'm just not, having I, a real I conversation really i
2: really don't i don't feel everybody
0: I a plays a role come on so
2: i don't have a role in the hip hop community okay I don't feel I have a role people I We have person.
1: we have arguably were the top 3 podcasts in the hip hop community. Well, you I, you were you were affiliated or around the Battle Rap World which is hip hop community. Yeah. Which 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 helped you, you helped you get the notoriety notoriety that you have now from Smack Yo shout out URL. Mhm.
2: I think what helped me get notoriety, though, is is, is, is me being the
0: card. Be oh, well, no, oh my son! My son showed virus. me. Yeah. I said, I said, who was this fucking guy? Who was this guy? Who was this little kid? And he said, Ma, he said, um, he, watch this, and that video was fucking. You know, I love comedy. You hit that. Little, who was that little boy? My son. Yo, he was eating cereal.
2: But that's <laughs> that's where it all started. Yeah, that's what. Oh,
0: my son showed me. But
2: G-Money, from Battle Rap, but. What I, I don't know what I was doing there. I was just... you just being you. I was in the crowd just yelling and using... A hype
0: man, like ODB, hype man. Yeah,
2: just yelling and, and, and hyping the crowd, yeah. And, but I don't... I don't I, Listen, I feel like... I don't really know nothing about hip-hop that much. People get mad, but I don't. I don't. I, I believe I, you. I go in there blind. I, when I was young, I listened to rock and roll and all that, like... Yeah, and all this type of crazy stuff. I don't really know. I mean, hip-hop so people might not. You might not. You might, now,
0: you might not be who you look like you are.
2: Exactly. Looks could be deceiving. Okay.
0: So you're not really transparent?
2: <laughs> Very transparent.
0: No, you're not. Well. You don't let us see who you really are. What is that?
2: It's G-Money's oil. You don't really... You don't
0: really but I don't wanna, I'm going to get into you, because uh, you're good people.
2: You can get into whatever you want,
0: but no, I, but I, I don't think you want to, so we can. But move I, on. if
2: I don't want to, I, I'm gonna just say I don't want to.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. This is really the name of the show, too.
0: This is the, the flipping the script. This, is
2: not, this part is gonna be behind the scenes. It's Patreon footage. <laughs>
0: mm. What's right. pa- oh, Patreon? Is where um,
2: Patreon is exclusive. Like you
0: get people to pay. Patreon. Yeah. Oh, yep. Your, your followers might want to know. They might want to know this side of you. Maybe. That you fuck with people. <laughs> well, let me, to see them scoring man, stop like, doing that, G. like a sadistic me. Viking.
2: But it's funny
0: to me. It's funny to watch somebody commit suicide, right? No, no, no. See, see. I don't mean physical suicide. But it's funny. God damn, you went right there. You think I just, It's a metaphor. You got to be careful it's, with people. No, I'm talking, What careful with what? Fuck what people think. We know what we we're talking about. No, nah,
2: not when you have sponsors.
0: Listen, listen you, what'd you say?
2: Not when you have sponsors. If I didn't correct that, a lie on
0: challenge can become the truth. Spot. A suicide hotline and all. You, you can get people outside parading because somebody cut their own throat, the throat and they just afraid you're going to...
2: Well, if you say something like that, how, how can somebody back you if you say that you enjoy when somebody, you know...
0: I didn't mean it literally.
2: Understood, so I had to... But even difference.
0: if you... Let, let's say even if you did. Even if you did. You would be afraid to say that, right? Because you're no. afraid that people won't like you and people won't sponsor you because it's fear. Everything is fear. You wouldn't say that because... For instance, you wouldn't say, "I don't like people who are retarded," because you're afraid that people who have a disability won't like you and won't support you, and you won't get money to pay your family, take care of your family. That's Mm. the whole bottom line. That's the whole line. Mm. I think that you you want people to like you. I think
2: that people use the word these these words like afraid and stuff like that, which is not it's it's being smart and it's being a businessman. Has nothing to do with being afraid. If it's something that goes if money
0: is your goal, yes, if money is your goal, it's smart. Exactly. If, money, if money's your goal, was smart to be Build the Empire,
2: called right. generational you know, right. gener, generational wealth and generation everything.
0: for your family. Yes, for my See, children. I disagree with all that stuff.
2: That's we and that's why we would you wouldn't understand how I think.
0: I do understand. You wouldn't understand I used to think that that way.
2: Well, then you understand better than I yeah. thought.
0: <laughs> I understand very well. Me
2: is about my children, about my family, about my team, making sure everybody is in a great But about position?
0: the planet. But other people? see
2: the planet, they are, the, the people don't, listen.
0: This whole thing of genocide so for me and mine, that's not even the African way. We what have that? been treated, and as an enslaved people, our whole perspective of who we are as a people has been thwarted and changed. It's never been about me and mine with black people, I'm Africans. Sure. It's been about us, village community. Now, because of capitalism and because of, of colonialism, now it's about, get me, get my family, get um, That's that's all it's about. That's not what we were about. Okay. So... Um. Okay. That's the whole diff, you know, I'm just very passionate about my people. Really. That Let what happened my to us, people go. Don't patronize me because I'm, I'm very serious about that. See? That was a, you saw that? You caught that, right? Caught what? But I did. You're you being it. patronizing. Yeah.
1: And? He caught it very good. He's going back to the thing with me laughing at him and the whole. Are
0: you, are you, you really keep cases like that? He must be full of junk up in here. Damn, this nigga keeps cases. He keeps You're <laughs> always playing games. You gotta stop that with certain people. He's always in the cat and mouse thing. <laughs> Good, always. always.
1: This is why okay, I. But, 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 but when you
0: find fine, or, you know, she But when you find people who genuinely want to have true conversation, you gotta discard the bullshit. Because true conversation leads to healing. You, if I never meet you again, we've had a genuine experience. I'm looking at him only because I think I should. But I don't like to leave people out, right? Uh, but I can look anywhere, right, What I'm talking. Oh, good, because I was doing it on purpose, just looking at because I thought he wanted me to. But, um, no, really, I was being condescending. Uh, what I'm saying is that it's so important because life is so short. I'm telling you, 30, y'all, 33, 30 going to go by like that, brother. You think, baby, it's going to go by like that. Trust me, before you know it, you're going to be 50 if you live long and say, wow. Can you imagine me at 50? Imagine me at 50. You can't be like 33, okay, about 40. You're going to get older, and you're going to begin to see, wow. People that I've met in my life, that moment was important. This moment is important. I cherish this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, sometimes when it's the game plan, it's good. The banter is good. Competition ensures efficiency, iron sharpens iron, all that kind of stuff. But when it's time for healing, when the universe presents you somebody to say, let me help you. You got to be open because I believe I came also to help you. Not your podcast, but you. I meet people for a reason. And maybe to meet you, just, you know, you never know. But it's not just for the fucking podcast. I'm not saying I'm not minimizing your podcast. I'm saying your individual The heart is important. I could cry right now. I'm so impassioned. It may be this energy. It may be what's going on here. I don't know. But connecting with people, you're not alive unless you're connecting to me. If I'm not connecting, what's the purpose of being alive? What's the purpose? I mean, what's the reason? You know what I mean? So everything I've gone through, seriously, I said, yo, I want to be around her. I want to be around her. I'm going to cherish her. I'm going to cherish him because, yo, uh, it goes like that. I'm telling you, I can't believe I'm 60 I can't believe, I was just 20 I was just 30 (laughs) I was just 40 not long ago You know, I didn't wear white pants until I was like 45 Because I thought black made you look skinny So I would always wear black No, of course I got a black pants today, that's for a reason But I wear white now, but I would not wear white Because I thought white made you look fat well, it, sh- I, it shows a little more, yeah. And I, yeah. See, honestly, I love it. And I thought I was fat. And I wasn't. I thought I had a big butt and flat chest. And I, oh, I was never going to wear. Oh, my God. So all those things, 40, 50, you go, like, wow, I'm 33. You imagine being 55? What you be doing when you're 55? Hmm. Do you ever think about that? What you be doing when you 57? Where will you be? Where will you be living? People don't think about that a lot of times. I didn't. I didn't. Just wilding, you know. Mm-hmm. And then opportunity for change comes. Because what happens for me with would, would, would change when I realized just how much I didn't understand spirit. I didn't understand. I thought it was religion. I didn't understand it was spirit. So choosing people was based on how they look like, relationship stuff, what they look like, how you want to get down. Even being married. Uh, I always thought it was about um, uh, 50-50. No, that it's a 100 and 100. You know what I mean? I thought it was about you give, I give. No, I, I have to completely let go to totally enjoy a person. Completely let them see all my idiosyncrasies, my liabilities, everything. Let them just see it. That's why... There was a question somebody said, Oh, this guy named Kevin, what's that? Kevin Tate, some guy, nice kid. He's on Instagram, I think he's a comedian. He's a comedian too. He had a question that said, um, on the first date, would you, would you mind if somebody used a coupon, a guy used a coupon on the first date? <laughs> and hell yeah, that's a nigga that saves money. Not just that, I want to know who you are right away. I want I want to see it. If you got diabetes, I want to know on the first date. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I want to know. I want to know what love is. Want you to show me. That's it's nice. almost time to go. It is. I feel it. Any final words? I you feel it?
1: Man, do you have anything that we didn't ask or mention that you want to mention right now this this moment before we wrap it up?
0: Now, the only thing I want to mention is that um, I'm great for the comedy, really. Comedians and comedy. Um, I, I purposely mentioned a few people because when my, two, my brothers died three years ago, so both of them, and in, 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 in within a year's time. And comedy helped me and my mother get through mm. laughing all the time. And unfortunately, corona, COVID, the quarantine, really enhanced my relationship with God. I'm telling you. And my connections I made during COVID, which was a spiritual insulation for me, because you got to stay in where you had to stay in. I was still out in the street, so, you know, I was still doing my thing. But having the quarantine led uh, a lot of people to go inside, go inside, go inside and do some soul searching. And um, so I know that... uh, this, is, this has been profitable. I wanted to say something else. I forgot what the fuck I wanted to say. Every day. I want to say something. I forgot.
2: Mm-hmm. Who sang that? The heat wave.
0: Oh, very good. With a smile. Take time to tell me. You really care And we'll share tomorrow together I'll always love you Ever Ever Loving you is a thing that I planned for a very long time me and you you and me we as one love together for a day and one day loving you 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 you. Loving you. You. yeah, Oh, 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh, oh. That's all I can do. Right. <laughs> Forever, I forgot about that song. Oh my God! Oh, I love
2: <laughs>
0: give that. Give us your social media so we can. What's my so- oh, social media. Oh, oh, uh, Instagram and Facebook, right?
2: I, 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 Anything what- you want to
0: give them? Oh, what I want to give them? I want to give them. I love you. No. <laughs>
2: stop we gotta go I
0: love you baby I love you I do more than you ever know it's for sure you can always count on my love forever more I need you I need you baby I need you i do i've got this burning desire my soul's on fire can't you see you're my everything because baby when we when we're together say i'm all right and you're all right it's like paradise and I just want you to know how I feel how I feel oh man that feels so good mm. oh man what's your Instagram oh singing Gina spell it S-I-N-G-I-N-G-I-N-A I'll at Gmail
2: singing Gina again. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, I sell seaml. if anybody wants about seaml, I do seaml. I'm a plant based cook. I don't. I, and check this out. I do no animal products. And look what the fuck I'm wearing. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen to hypocrisy. I'm, I gotta get rid of this coat. It's a full length black mink coat. Well, you, you can leave it here if you want. Somebody. No, you know. that's fuck that. No, listen. <laughs> I'm struggling. Let me tell. Let me tell you how crazy this was. I was at. I was at a vegan store. When I was in here before November, trying to convince this girl to go vegan, I had this coat on, trying to get myself to go vegan. She was talking about animal. I said, "Animal products and blah 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 blah." I looked at the, at the in the mirror. I said, "Gina, how many animals were killed for this coat? How many minks were killed?" And I'm talking about I don't I don't wear leather shoes. I just you know, so things I have to get better at. You know, so I'm an animal. Uh, uh, listen to me, plant based cook. I do sea moss. Um, and I'm thinking about if I can get understanding some help with how to do. What do you? What was that about? What was that exchange about? Uh, just it's time to go. <laughs> no. It's time to go no, now. If you, if you, what,
2: what? I'm just trying to fire her. That's it. Trying to fire who? Her.
0: You want her to stop?
2: I want her to. I, I'm going to. No, I want to fire her. Why? I just don't like. She does a good job. I don't like anybody.
0: Else. Oh, oh are, you, are you being funny? No, I'm serious. You literally want to fire? Is, is she getting paid for this? Yes. You pay her a lot of money. Doesn't matter. Do you want to get? Do you want to stop? You want to quit this job? You don't want to quit. Rejection is usually protection. So if you get fired, it's good for you. Don't worry about it. Oh yes, I no, Don't worry about it. She's a Virgo, perfectionist. She's gonna be fine. She will. She's gonna be angry and hate you forever, but she's gonna be fine. Them well, virgos. Well, 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 then Virgos hold like. Hopefully she like a mailman.
2: Hopefully she turned that hate into cake.
0: You're not gonna oh. fire her. You not you never fired. She's t- no.
2: I fire people.
0: Despite us being mean.
2: Yeah, I'm, a, I'm I'm not a nice guy. I can tell you.
1: Yeah, G. You you, out. You're a, you're a nice guy.
0: Not yeah, he, yes he is. Yes he is. That sarcasm,
2: G, is not good. I don't like it. You
1: got to mean after the show.
0: No, you know what? Know. <laughs> you know he she
2: is. Check me already.
0: She he, me. He is so afraid of being moist. He hates moistness.
2: She check me for the future. Hey.
0: He hates moistness.
2: <laughs> she check me.
0: That's my friend for life now. I love you. Right? I appreciate for you. For real. You
2: check me. I can take a check. I'm
0: not trying to see. You got to stop that. Checking. I'm, I'm not trying to right. check you. <laughs> You're all right.
2: Now. The end is near.
0: Oh, you like music. Oh, you, like, uh, you like different types of music I see. I see. I see. You like Caucasian music, some of it. Some yes, of it. I do. Yeah. I like Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I do too.
2: I watch a documentary.
0: Really? Very good on that. Why thing. do birds suddenly appear? Who's that? Every time you come near, just like me, they long to be close to you. The carpenters. the carpenters. We've only just begun oh. to, yeah, yeah, yeah. to live go. white lace and promises. A kiss for luck and we're on our way, sharing horizons that are new to us, (laughs) watching the signs (laughs) along (laughs) the way, talking (laughs) it over, just the two of us, working together day by day, together, together. It's time to go.
2: This is the first... this officer was uh, a over
1: 4 hours. Yeah, it's almost two it's two o'clock. Yeah.
2: Okay. Miss Gina, 4 hour show first time in in, in the history. Yeah. How long was um, That when is ridiculous. From costume was 3:40. Rid- 11 12 one two Ridiculous.
1: You gonna you say you gonna cut some? Well, I'm gonna. He's
0: gonna. He's gonna cut every part that has to do with his emotions. <laughs> <laughs> anything. Anything with his moisture. Very smart. It's just so emotions taking me over. Lip gets moist. He's gonna cut it.
2: I, well, let me tell you how this. Listen. He's anti moist. Hold on, can I say this? Listen, so, salute everybody. I got the
0: anti moist. Hold on, Miss Gina. Anti moist. Miss Gina, hold on. What Let's, up, son? You <laughs> about to end this? What up, son? Let's Wait, go. Hold on, Miss Gina. Let's if, go. If you
2: want to watch Miss Gina check queens flip, oh that's nice. Make sure you go to Patreon.com.
0: Right now, patreoncom slash pod.
2: If you want to watch Miss Gina G check queens flip.
1: Oh, that's nice. if, if Gina, that's good, right? That is nice. Oh, Miss Gina, Gina check. Yo, man, dope episode. Make sure y'all follow the pages, man. I'm <laughs> ho,
0: <laughs>
1: At DJ G Money.
0: You to is, is, is that your size? that your size?
1: Oh, you trying, you trying to snap on him?
0: No. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he did that. That's not your size.
1: Yo, man, shout out to today's sponsor, man. I'll sponsor listen. alert. Shout out to uh, at the real. King Dave, that's man, cute. Queens. It's too small. How you going to put it over the hoodie like it's that? It's
0: too small. That's crazy.
1: Oh my God. Why are you bursting
0: into clothes like that? Yo, man. <laughs> look, shout out to King like Dave. He's like Baby Huey. His project is up <laughs> <out> right now. <laughs> Oh, a, look, see, you look like to, you look a fat a guy right now. Don't you, Right don't now you look like a fat guy like 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 trying to wear, put his shirt on. Look, that's, guy that's how fat guys, the guys the do. They try. Coat. They struggle. <laughs> <laughs> you can see your breasts. <laughs> you can see your titties. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not a comedian. I'm not trying to be funny. You look like you have breasts. I'm telling you. have You wear bra? Yes. What size? Uh... Ser- are you serious? I wow. do. Like a thirty-four or something. Yeah, I'm
2: into
0: that. That's, that's not. You, but it looks like you have a, a sports bra right there. <laughs> no, I'm I'm, 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 I'm,
1: hey, hey! Look, don't <laughs> talk to my no, friend geez. like that.
0: And don't you better not laugh.
1: I'm trying not to.
2: Come
0: on, right. No, it looks a little tight. Because I can see your nipples. She's
2: much, you know. I can see
0: your nipples.
2: I can see your nipples, baby. Vegeta, you lucky? I, I, listen, yeah,
0: geez. Lucky, nigga, you ain't said a word. Let's go, oh, yeah. let's go, Legita, son. Me. Let's go, Vegeta, Leave me alone. Let's go, oh, let's auntie, go. Stop. I, I, this is. I was doing snaps where you was born, son. Let's auntie, go. I, I'm, down. I'm ready. I don't
2: want no problem. I, I'm
0: ready. <laughs> oh, she is something. See, see, he's saying that Ooh. because he really knows that I'm timing up him. So you're trying to act like, eh, oh. you know, whatever you. That will work with me. But let's go.
2: Whatever you feel, cane killable.
0: Huh? Cain Kaleva. Mm-hmm. That was two men. Where you talk, what's that to do with me and you? Meaning that. Or brother, two brothers? Yeah,
2: you killed me. So go ahead, Jeff. G. You Yo. get
0: it later on when you go home. Shut That shut. was the corniest shit in the world. You get it later. Why are you trying to. That was. You got to leave, Miss Gina. What are you doing? So I, what, what power do I have to make you stay? Because
2: you keep speaking.
0: While you, so stop. you can stop. You can stop right now. No, that's not how it works. It's a format, Miss Gina. You can just stop. You can edit me out. You can stop no, me. No, you had to start speaking stop speaking. to Stop in the name of love oh. before you break my heart. Thinking all over. You have to sign out. Okay, so go ahead. Why are you holding me responsible? You give me too much power. You cannot go ahead. Speak sign out on the
2: mic during the sign out. It's a rule. Look. See,
0: you know what? Turn to the rule. You should give me the parameters before. See, that's your fault. That's that's bad direction. You should give me all the parameters before a certain amount of time. See, people who are professional do that. But, you know,
2: I'm not professional.
0: That's... Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is going on today? This is okay. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out to King Dave, <clears> throat> man. That's very tight. is
0: not shirt tight. I said, "Tie that shirt."
1: I don't know why he put it over the head <laughs> I don't know. Why. I just, King Dave. No, no, he's doing it for the people. Mike. Yeah, it's for the people. Shout out hey, to King hey, Dave, hey, man. Hey, hey, Southside hey, content creator. You know what I'm saying? The project is out right now. Savage is it. dope. It's on Spotify. Title, all that. You know, take your phone. You could, you could take a picture. You know, put your camera, put your camera on the shirt.
0: <laughs> you can, yeah. Who was Whose shirt is that? It's an artist named King Dave. King Dave. Okay. On, I'm missing. Can I do a shout out to somebody? <laughs> to something. some people. Can I do that? That's nice. Oh, there we go. All
1: right. Put the camera
0: on. What is the a, what, what 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 is that?
1: Miss Gina, just give me a shot. That's his, so his, that, that's, that's, that's what his logo. It? King, no, he's an artist. But, but
0: what is it? What he's, is it? He's an artist. It's like a, a Martian stuff. Martian. <laughs> Would you wear that outside? No, no, Listen, I'm not. I'm not no, trying to diss him. This is Please. an artist named King Dave. What, what? Stand it's, it's,
1: it's, it's, down. what is it?
0: What is on that shirt? It's what is, is lo- it? It's it. It's, it? It's I'm his logo. I'm out. I'm out. You're not... This is his logo. Get up and leave. Who's stopping you. <laughs> you? You are. Just go ahead and leave. What the fuck is the problem? <laughs> you gotta stop talking so we can leave. Oh, oh, can you cut the camera off? This? I'm no, talking... like, no. You want the mic? Give,
1: give, oh. give us like, give us like thirty seconds. Hold on. Give us thirty seconds.
0: I'm alright.
1: Yo, put your camera phone on a shirt It's dope. Go right to the the music, you know what I'm saying. Savage Project oh, is out man. right now. Miss <laughs> Gina really King Dave on Instagram? Mine. The real King Dave. Shout out to him, man. That's the
2: man. Yeah. You know,
1: <laughs>
0: for the, shirt off. know, for the first time we have
2: a, we have an extremely extremely. <laughs> and you know, I enjoyed this interview. little.
1: this is good. I is...
2: enjoyed, but Miss Gina is extremely is extremely rude right now. I'm not being Extremely rude. Oh man. Extremely rude. And Why I'm
0: gonna
2: I'm going to sit here quiet for about five seconds all right. to represent Michael Jackson.
0: Ben The two of us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this queen for it, man. Listen man, you all run TV that TV, shout out to the whole team. <laughs> Miss Gina, excuse me. Shout out to Basco. Shout out to Baski. Shout out to uh, Michelle who's about to be up out of here with Miss Gina. Shout out to G Money, G Money. Ooh. Follow us, GDG Money156. Queens Flip with a Z. Flip the script pod. Um sign Miss Gina, excuse me. I'm sorry. Lock your doors, close your windows, close your blinds, open your blinds, and if you see Miss Gina on your lawn, put it away. She don't mean no harm. But don't let her in. Because she'll sing to you all night long.